Hello and welcome everybody to the Super Show podcast. I'm your host Chris, and today, hey, we're 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 flying, not quite solo, but you know, solo solo instead of solo 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 because it's just me and Jonesy. How you doing, fella? I'm good, mate. You're making me think of a uh, uh, jab of the hut, then, like with the oh da da ba solo. <laughs> Too many solos thrown in. Wow. Well, would you have go. Would you have flown solo if I couldn't have attended? If I was on holiday. As uh, Jamie is, mm. would you have done a solo recording if no one else would do it with you? I don't know, man. Like, because we definitely feed off of each other's energies, don't we? And like, we that, do. That, that the whole USP is like having all three of us wherever we can. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess people just have to let us know in the comments down below. Like, would us not necessarily me, uh, but would a solo podcast fly? I don't know. I, I, I was. Th- I would think I would be tempted. I would be t- if if it was that or no pod. I think the I think the uh, audience could handle it. I think they would uh, be supportive and they would um, they would get through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's possible. I mean, hey, if you just do it, then they've got no fucking choice, right? <laughs> this is very true. Yes, um, I'll tell you what I was thinking though, because uh, I, a little bit of future looking, I'm going to be uh, going to Greece for holiday my annual September holiday, which would be very nice and well-deserved, I'm sure. Um, but I'm It's so weird that every every year you go and um, take part and join in to the, the musical Greece. Um, it's, a, it's a lovely tradition that you have. It, it is crazy. Uh, and that you're Sandy is so weird to me. Fuck off. I'm Frenchy, if anything. <laughs> Frenchy, she's the best. Wasn't she played by like some 50-year-old woman when they did it? And she's uh, she's supposed to be about 15 years old. It's like... Yeah, mate. She's very mature. Yeah, she, she, she's, you know, she's, she's the, yeah, she's the experienced one. Um, yeah. That's the thing with actors who really shouldn't play roles when they're, what's the, it's the Dawson's Creek thing, isn't it? Where they're like all 30 years old and they're playing teenagers. It's so strange. They're just crying at each other's fucking misery. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I'm not going to be there for a couple of podcasts, but I, what I was thinking is, uh, what I usually do when I go to Greece to this particular island is I get a, a little ATV. And like ride around the island and stuff. Oh, whatever we need to hello. Do. So maybe, maybe, what dream. I, maybe what I should do is do like, like an ATG, ATG, Jesus, a super show SS, you know, travel around the island and film myself and random thoughts that pop into my head and shit. Like maybe, maybe that could be like a paper. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. I don't know what it would be though. And I don't know if it'd be any good. So yeah, it's maybe I'll, I'll, I'm keeping it in mind. But anyway, Jonesy, oh, that sounds like. I would love to have a go at driving an ATV around a Greek island. That sounds pretty sick. Oh, it's quality. Yeah, like the particular island I go to, you could drive around the entire island in about an hour and a half. But obviously, oh, you know, nice. you, okay. you stop along the way and go to those various beaches, and it could take like half a day if you wanted to. It's really cool. Um, cool. But yeah, yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, Jonesy, but I am looking pretty haggard lately. The, the hair's gotten longer. The the beard's gotten more more and more disheveled. I think kind of like pull out hobo mode by doing one of these. And, uh, is this because you ha- you're going to go full 300 when you get there? No, I, I'm actually going to get a haircut this weekend. So boom, ah. get that get that fresh fade that I had in the um, the Gamescom video that we put up on Patreon. Nice, uh, available for people who support five dollars or more. But there we go. Uh, yeah, so so this will not happen. Uh, and the other thing is, like, I've been dying to get back into streaming, but it's not doesn't seem like it's on the cards until I get back in Greece. So anyway. Uh, I digress. Should we get into some housekeeping before we get into the crux of 
what is hopefully shaping up to be a not-so-boring episode. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, obviously, Super Show Podcast. We are a gaming podcast, if you didn't know, because sometimes it is hard to discern what we actually do with all the shit that we talk. I wonder if we should just start marketing ourselves as something other than a gaming podcast. Leisure. Leisure and lifestyle podcast, Jonesy. What do you think? I don't even think we need that. I think we just say Super Show, hot takes, trash opinions, and then that's it. We just, that's it. Yeah. You've no idea what's coming at you. Yeah, it's it's almost like in the movies where it's like this big dude walks into the fucking bar, slaps someone and says, hey, fuck you. That, that, that's what our podcast is. That, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that as a, uh, an analogy for what maybe, a podcast should be. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we are available on YouTube and uh, podcast platforms of your choice. I'm talking Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Three-Legged Podcasting, Big Dick Podcasting, Blue Balls Podcasting, like any platform that you can imagine, there is a chance that we might be there. But you know what, Jonesy? We're also available on Twitter at Super Show Pod and Instagram at Super Show Pod. We haven't posted anything in ages and uh, we haven't, not really active on our Twitter either, but that's, uh, you know, that's our fault. We try. We respond to it. You can still reach uh, reach out to us and we will we'll see it. We'll get all excited because if we have a DM. Oh, yeah. So I, I just looked at it now. So you know what? The, the last three, <clears throat> shout out to ASB64, shout out to Peaswad for... Uh, liking a tweet that we were mentioned in and shout out to brian jenkins uh who has followed us so hello brian jenkins nice to meet you um, can i um can i give myself a couple of shout outs for uh, likes that i received in this past week oh yeah because... you you've had you've had a, a great week on social media alex jones there are two well uh it didn't there wasn't there was only there was no um i don't know how you even say it i'm i'm so bad with the social medias there was no sort of like a knock on. It's not like I gained any subscribers or had any other likes, but I sent a tweet um, after the Gamescom um, <laughs> and just said, I think I, I think Jeff Keighley had said something like, uh, what an amazing Gamescom. Thank you everybody for watching. And I responded and said, no, Jeff Keighley, thank you. And he liked my tweet and I was pretty happy with that. And then this wow. is the, this is the fun one. I then, I, do you know what? I then tweeted this. Okay. I'll read it out because I might as well. It's not that long, obviously, because it's a tweet. I tweeted out, do you know what fucking sucks? Working for other YouTube channels that had millions of subscribers meant that I didn't appreciate it at all when our own channel got 400k plus subs. Yeah. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry I took you for granted, all-time gaming TV, you weird zombie baby. And do you know who liked that? All-time gaming oh, TV. Yeah, but hold on, because I could probably imagine who it was in particular that liked that, so. I don't know who, I, I, I'm obviously not going to give out any names, but I don't remember who um, who's working on it now, who's running it, so I'll... Um, You'd have to tell me after who you think it might be. I, I, I have know. I have one of two suspicions, but yeah, that's all right. But yeah, that, man, all-time gaming. Wow. But yeah, Jeff Keighley liked my tweet, so I was well happy. Do you know the only other person who's ever liked a tweet of mine that I was more like, I was like, that is so cool, was Rosario Dawson liked a tweet of mine. You you filth bag. What did you? I didn't, what? I just said she liked a tweet. Why does that make me a filth bag? No, she likes to tweet, buddy. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> She's married. Uh, no, not married. She's. I think she's with Cory Booker, who was a, who was Cory uh, Booker? a presidential candidate for the Dems oh. in America back Jeez. when Trump was um, the uh, Trump one. Yeah, weird. Like, how is he with one of the most attractive women in the world? Well, that's why he go. didn't go any further than a presidential candidate, right? Because obviously, he's too much boning. <laughs> he ran out. He didn't have the energy to do both. 
Yeah. Do you remember there was that dude like Anthony Weiner who was just sending dick pics to everyone in like Washington? <laughs> it, my favorite thing in in life and the thing is, is Weiner's. We know Jonesy. Apart from Weiner's, is when people have jobs or they do things that are associated with their names. <laughs> like if your name is Tom Cook and you're a chef. But that's right. where, I, that, I that's where that. surnames originated for, from, right? Yeah, like, yeah, of course, back in the day, but not now. So the fact that Anthony Weiner was sending <laughs> dick pics is just brilliant. Yeah. Like, I, you're, I you're fulfilling your role in the universe. Well I, done. I love it. I love it, yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, <sighs> Jonesy, nowhere else Simple you things. can watch or hear or listen to this show. I think it is just listen to the show, actually. because I've got no idea. It's audio only. It's Paisley Radio, paisleyradio.com, available Thursdays at 10 p.m., repeats on Mondays. So if you ever wanted to hear us in a pseudo-live narrative, then head on over to paisleyradio.com, Thursdays, 10 p.m., and we're going to be there. You can't forward us, you know? You just got to listen, like everybody else, like radio, like like radio radio. It's it's fucking insane. Blows No rewinding, no pausing. You know what's really funny, though, is I haven't checked up on Paisley Radio in, in a while. Uh, I know Big Witch is still kind of, he's a big fan, and we're big fans of you, Big Witch, if you're listening. Um, but I wonder if we are actually still on Paisley Radio after all the shit that we've been saying. Of course, love, of course we are. I'd love it if we haven't been on there for like the past two weeks or whatever, because I haven't checked recently. And, oh, it's, uh, it's, been a, it's been a few weeks since I've checked. I must admit, I'm going to check right now while we're, while we're talking. Must be, right, still yeah. On. Anyway, as you go... And find that out, Jonesy. Should I give a little bit, a bit of a sneak peek into what we're going to be discussing? I mean, it's yeah, only, I want, I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, only fucking, only about nine minutes, ten minutes into the fucking podcast before oh, we explain okay. what we're doing. This Go is on. here you goes. So, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you because not only are we yes, absolutely, we're still on Paisley Radio. The replay oh. of last week's is currently playing right now. Of course, because we record on Thursday nights after 10 exactly. p.m. So, boom. Exactly. Here we go. So I'm going to What a I'm blast. Play. Yeah, may- maybe you should just pipe it through your headphones and we can just call, call it call it a night, you know? <laughs> just trick. <laughs> trick everybody. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, but no, so coming up in this week's show, Jonesy, have you heard of a little thing called Sony PlayStation? I have heard of Sony PlayStation. Yeah, well, they've got a, they've got a showcase coming up. We're going to be discussing that. We're going to be discussing... Horizon Zero Dawn, you may have heard of it. It's some indie game. It, it, it's pretty small, but you, you might have heard of it. I mean, on the off chance, you know. Uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit of Dead Space news. And, you know, we'll see how we go. We might have one or two news items after that, depending on our timing. Okay, But seeing as it's taken us 10 minutes to get to this point, who knows? All bets are off at this stage. Um, but yeah, what, what do you think about talking about this PlayStation Showcase, Jonesy? That's going to be taking place next week, Thursday. I'm always excited for a PlayStation showcase um, because I love PlayStation and Sony and they don't give me enough of what I want. And so every time there's a showcase, it kind of forces them to show me more. So yeah. um, it, It's yeah, funny, I'm isn't it? Because it, it's almost like the criticism that a lot of people had about, let's call it the first year of the Switch's existence, where the Nintendo Switch launched with these great games that had great games around it, but there was very much a kind of lull in terms of content coming out in that first year. And I feel that I like said, PlayStation's I guess, kind of gone the same way. I guess it's to be expected though, right? Because you've, you, they, they sort of build uh, to a release schedule. They, they probably speed some people up to get, um, <clears throat> get games out there. They probably slow some down, you know, yeah. um, 
and say, oh, we're going to kick out this game. It's going to be on PlayStation 4, but we got the five's coming out. So it's also a bit of a release on that. They then kind of have, you know, other people trying to get the upgrades, the PlayStation 5 upgrade things out so that they can say, look at our great launch roster. You know, we're beating Microsoft, which is what, <laughs> like, let's be honest, they're probably trying to do. Um, but then obviously there's a lull in between what they've rushed forward and then what actually is then going to come out. I don't like it, comes Jonesy. Out, we, we, so. are in, we are in the year of Outlaw 2021. Can I look fucking pull their finger out of their assholes and just get shit sorted. I need my games, boy. But at the same time, if you need to delay your game to make it good, then I'm okay with it too. <laughs> Fucking hell. Talk about it. I, you know, I hope. I, um, this, I, don't think, I don't think there's anyone. Well, no, that's bullshit. There will be people that this will affect um, the PlayStation thing. I, th- I would like to think we're in a post-crunch era and that game devs will give people a bit of a break rather than just sort of like rinsing them to try and get a game out and you know i'm with you i would i'm I'm hoping that they take their time to get their I, games done I, in a I good think, fashion i think we are still firmly in crunch land as it were no i think yeah i think we are i'm being but, optimistic but saying uh, yeah I crunch, th- but. although i think as a as a community i think we are getting better you know the the gaming community we're getting better at kind of accepting like hey delay a game to make it better it's a good idea you yeah know? blimey look at halo fucking hell yeah uh <laughs> But anyway, Jonesy, next week, Thursday, it's going to be juicy. Now, yes, it, it's kind of annoying that we are talking about an upcoming show. But let, let me break it down for you, okay? Because next week is purely going to be on PS5 games. It's going to be looking at games that are releasing on the holiday and beyond. So holiday being like, what, kind of end of October, November, and December, getting ready for the, the Christmas dollars. Uh, it's going to be 14 minutes long, which is not insubstantial. And what is very interesting is that they, Sony themselves have come out saying, hey, fellas, if you're expecting PSVR 2, it ain't going to be there. Do you think they've said that purely based on the fact that there was news that um, got released about that recently and that people, that's going to make people go, oh, a bit of hardware is going to be there. And they want to, I guess I guess if they want to just focus on the PlayStation 5 games, they want to kind of knock that on the head early so you don't get yeah. them. Oh, what's the thing? Managing expectations. Because if you think something yeah. like that's going to be there and then it's not... Even if they have a pretty good show, you're going to come out of it going, oh, I can't believe there was no PSVR 2. That's rubbish. <laughs> so they're just trying to manage the I expectations. I don't know, dude. I mean, PSVR 2 would be really, really sweet, but I don't think anyone's going to be like, they didn't show PSVR 2. Fuck this fucking thing. You know? No, well, to some degree, maybe a little maybe. tiny. Well, it depends on everything else on the show, bit. I guess. I, I'm going to do that if they don't show the PSVR 2, and I know they're not going to, so, you know, <laughs> oh, wow. they're screwed if they do, screwed if they don't. What a gamer with the G, capital G. Um <laughs> But the reason why I think it's interesting is because they've come out to say this, but they haven't, because they're tempering expectations, exactly like you said. Like, this is kind of the world we live in where entitled gamers kind of like get their torches and pitchforks when shit's not there, when it's like, we never said it was going to be there. Uh, yes. But so now they actually have to preempt it and say, hey, this thing in particular is not going to be there. But you know what they didn't say wasn't going to be there? Go on. God of War Ragnarok, baby. <laughs> God of War 2. Slash it has to be, doesn't two, it? Two. It kind of does because last year at the same time, and I remember it quite specifically, and I'll tell you why in a second, they showed off the logo and the word boy or some shit. Boy. <laughs> it, almost a year ago to the, to the day, right? Well, didn't because, he say it? He said it, didn't he? He said, boy. That's what he said. Oh, he said, we like, we, we've got to get ready or something, boy or some shit like that. Right. But yeah, yeah so... Uh, and, and I remember that was in September because guess what, Jonesy? I was in Greece on my September you holiday. Love it. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I dialed in to the Discord 
the uh, Super Show Discord to watch the show with our patrons and Jamie. But, you know, Jamie's an entity unto himself. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, and that's where I won five pounds off of Jamie because he didn't think that they'd show God of War Ragnarok. To be fair, I believe that your bet was a little bit more, like, because there was some questions over whether or not that constituted a uh, a win given they showed a... Beforehand, we did stipulate, like, even if it was a logo revealed, that it would, oh, okay. it would count. Yeah, right, um, right, okay. But yeah, it, so I, I have high hopes. I don't necessarily, not exactly convinced that it'll be there, but I, I would really, really, really like to think that that seems to be the next big release that they haven't shown off yet that they need to. Well, like, re- realistically, they were talking about a 2021 release day. They obviously got pushed to 2022. They don't have long left to start showing this game off before you start going to have people worrying the game's not even going to friggin' come out in 2022. Like, yeah. They have to show something. So yeah. Yeah. you would think that, you know, we're talking September now. Well, there's three months left of 2021. Or do they really want to wait until 2022 before they even show, like, a teaser for it? Like, I've got to imagine they show something. Can I give you my... My confession. You can call me Usher, but I'll give you my confession. All right. <laughs> sure. I I actually I really, really thoroughly dislike this like long drawn out thing of like, hey, let's show off the game and early dev. We're gonna talk about a news story a little bit later on where they've really fucking jumped the shark on it. <laughs> right? Like I, I much prefer the Fallout 4 uh <laughs> and I guess I guess to a degree like Call of Duty Bank vanguard way of, of showing it and being like here's the game it's available in a couple of months go for it fill your boots like uh i i feel like i get where you're coming from i feel it's different with annualized titles because annualized titles by their very nature you've you launch the game you've only got a certain amount of time before it becomes um, right but not for, old but not old hat but but call of duty is a bit different because you've only got a, you know yeah but fallout 4 wasn't no fallout 4 is, is different i quite like the drawn out PR campaign. Wow. I like so, the so you like the ARGs. I like the teasy things. I like, what, what about I, like? Elder I don't Scro- like the logo reveals. What, what about? You know El- what yeah, Elder Scrolls Six logo reveal. By the way, we're not even working on it yet. It's like why show like, the no. fucking thing? Why show the fucking game? I don't like that. I if they're working <clears> on it, I'm I'm. The first thing I like to see is like the teaser trailer. That's kind of the first thing I like to see. Um, but I don't mind if that's like eighteen months, two years before the game is released. Two um, years. Even if they're ready earlier than that, I'd, I'll happily consume some media. Um, yeah, it gets interesting when we move on to <sighs> one of the ones we're going to talk about later because it's like, yeah. is that... I don't know if I like that or not. I'm torn at the moment. But. Yeah. Right, well, Jody, I mean, one of the other things that we can kind of like do here with this new story, because, you know, it's, it has... Let's be honest, okay? It's the lead-up to the fucking marquee PlayStation event of the year so far. And... Um, there's not much news going on this week. I had to kind of like scrounge and scrape, but this is what we got and we're working with it and we're trying to make it as fucking entertaining as possible. But I want to hear your predictions for what may be at the show. So I think they're going to, they're going to hit us again with some more uh, Death Stranding director's cut. Um, they've been, yeah, <laughs> uh, they've been like flogging that horse for a while. So I think yeah. uh, and, and there's going to be a little bit more of that. Kojima has edited a trailer himself, which uh, at least up to this point we haven't seen yet. I, although I think he's been might, tweeting. Yeah, he's been, you know, he, he, dude loves a tweet. I'll he tell you what, tweet, what, what. What are your thoughts on the likelihood that God of War Ragnarok will be there? I think I think Ragnarok will be there. Like like I said, it kind of has to be. I think it, if it's not, it has to be a teaser trailer as well. At least 
I don't think it'll be gameplay. I think that's maybe a little early, but they can absolutely hit us with a cinematic is, trailer. Is it early though, James? You think about when no, they, it, no, it's not. It, I, it's no, not but, early, but but think about when they first released the when they first announced the like rebooted, well, kind of rebooted, uh, God of War, the Norse God of War. Yeah, they they showed it off with a cinematic piece that went into gameplay, which wasn't like final gameplay. Well, that's what I was thinking. It was it was it was kind of a cross, right? It was like yeah. a cinematic of. The but it was made to look like the gameplay would, and is actually quite on quite honest to how the game looked. Yeah, so maybe like, it'll be something similar. I guess, but like the HUD elements were completely wrong. The lighting wasn't was like pre baked or some shit like that. And uh, obviously, raising raising Kratos like shed a light on that whole kind of process. But yeah, I'd be down for that as well. Um, I, I I think I'm with you. I think Ragnar- Ragnarok kind of has to be there as kind of their tent pole because they can't almost certainly like uh, Horizon. Uh, Forbidden West is going to be there, but that's not—it's not really a tent pole anymore. It's like it is a tent pole, but it's like it, it's—it's it's your grandma's tent pole. You know, it's going to be there. It's fucking—you know—it it, it hasn't moved. Although, Do you think there's there's a chance that they don't want those? They don't want to cross the streams, and they want to keep those two things separate. So if Ragnarok is there, Horizon isn't. And vice versa, or do you think they'll just go? Because if it, the same show with Horizon and Ragnarok, that will be pretty epic. I think they'll show something for Horizon. I think even if they don't want to kind of cross the streams, as you said, like it, if they don't want to pay too much attention to it, I still think that they release some kind of a new trailer. It feels like Horizon's been getting a lot of attention recently. So yeah, well, we're going to be then, talking yeah, about that a little abs- bit later as well. Well, yeah, but they could have, no, they no for sure. Like I mean, yeah, they have to show more of Horizon. I guess it's kind, it would be kind of incredible not to at this point because it's yeah we've seen loads of it and it looks awesome and everyone's getting excited and stuff. So. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit out some some predictions. You can tell me yay or nay. We can talk about them, all right? Okay. A sequel to Marvel's Spider-Man on PS4. I mean, I I, I kind of like I was gonna say Spider-Man Two, but like at this point, how many fucking Spider-Man Twos have we had? So let's just say the next Spider-Man. No, you don't think so? Mm. No, I don't. I think. Mm, no, I think it's too early, and also I think that kind of maybe. Is bad timing because of the trailer release for um, the movie. Oh, No Way Home, yeah, yeah, No Way Home. I, I've, I reckon we won't see any Spider-Man two or whatever the sequel to Spider was Marvel Spider-Man until probably next year. So I know okay. I don't think that'll be there. That's fair. Do you think we'll have a twenty-minute segment with the developers of Marvel's Avengers talking about Spider-Man? coming to the game and and oh that's okay yeah there will be something there with marvel's avengers and, i could just and, imagine and the Spider-Man trailer like with like the suit and the the fucking the webs coming like and then it's like and it was like oh my god it's, it's spider-man 2 it's like not spider-man still coming to marvel avengers guys you know the the 200 people that still play it on a fucking weekly basis that no you're yeah you've nailed it <laughs> that's what it will be all right and they'll even I hope they even do something really cheeky, like they just have like a logo. So it just comes up and says Spider-Man and everyone goes, oh, and then it's like Marvel's Avengers. And then it's like, no, everyone gets excited and then just dies a little inside. Uh, I would laugh my ass off. All right. What about something from Rockstar? Because obviously previously we reported on the GTA trilogy. Now, yeah, Rockstar like to kind of like reveal their own shit, but. I think it's a definite possibility, um, I suppose. But at the same time, I think it's like too early. And it's, yeah, it's not, yeah, no, I can see Rockstar letting, like getting Sony to show that off. But at the same, yeah, I think it's maybe too early. Because we were talking, it's GTA 3 is going to be the one that 
for me will be the best thing to look at because it's going to be the sort of they're going to have to remake that right yeah it's not yeah. just like a remaster um but uh, i kind of don't think so i think it's too soon can, can i, I can i just give give a word of warning to people hoping the clowns you know the, the whole meme about a clown putting on the fucking makeup oh here's me waiting for xyz if you think that gta 6 is going to be revealed in any way shape or form in a sony show I, no no they, there will be a trailer for the trailer of gta 6 yeah and on there'll probably be a trailer of website that. Yeah, on Rockstar's website, there'll be trailers to lead to trailers to lead to trailers. It'll be countdown to the to the re- to the release of the countdown of GTA Six, and that will all be on Rockstar's own website. How did we get you, Jonesy? How did we get to the point where trailers get released for trailer? The trailer is dropping tomorrow. It kills me. The world's biggest event in games. Yeah, the world's fucking. We announce biggest ding dong. Yeah. All right. What about Elden Ring, Jonesy? People saw gameplay of it. 16 minutes of fucking gameplay. And we weren't invited. This is a travesty that uh, of of, of all, I mean, I mean, Jamie took it really hard. I mean, you know, that we don't, I don't, I don't want to get into the incident, you know, but there's there's a reason why he's not here today. And uh, it it may be from software related. Uh, Elden Ring. I mean, it kind of makes sense because so what often happens with these little behind the scenes things, um, just for people who haven't heard us talk about before, is they'll often show that stuff off and then it will sh- they'll show it, they'll they'll make it public for everybody like a little while after that. So it's very possible that they do a bit of a cut of that and then they show it off. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I think they will as a possibility, I suppose. I, th- I think it's highly um, forward as well. Do you know what? Okay, here you go. I'm going to super random outlier. Cyberpunk 2077 will have because they're sort of doing some stuff at the moment like DLC slash PS5 version yes because so exactly so the PS5 version was supposed to be released released by the end of the year Um, we know that we also know that CD Projekt Red have actually hired some modders some CDPR uh, some Cyberpunk modders uh, to actually help with mod integration and things for the PC versions um, which was sort of announced this week They've also released patch 1.3, which we talked about last week, which is sort of the first time we've seen them maybe dabbling with things outside of problems with the game and trying to introduce more stuff and trying to be a bit more like push the envelope with that game. And a few people, I did see a few Reddit posts where people were sort of suggesting is like, is this the point at which CDPR manages to transition Cyberpunk from a car crash into is this the next No Man's Sky where everyone talks about the turnaround? And if that's possible, then I think maybe that starts with the announcement of the, not the announcement, sorry, but uh, some looks at the console generations, like the PlayStation 5 versions. Yeah. And if this is PlayStation 5, <clears throat> I think we could see some um, Cyberpunk 2077. So that would be a pretty sick. I would, en- I would enjoy that. I've got some love for have you still. Have you jumped into it since it hit 1.3? No, like um, I, I, I've reinstalled it a couple, like, so I got, it, I got the PC version. I played a little bit. Um, I think when I talked about it like a month ago or so, but I haven't had a chance to hop back into it because I, I, I know that I've got a decent stretch to get back to just where I was at on the PlayStation. Uh, um, right, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I know what's ha- like I've played all this before, so I know what's going to happen. I've got about six or seven hours to get into, uh, so I'm just looking, waiting for some time when I can sort of put that, get that done yeah, quickly. Yeah, fair enough. Which to, hasn't for, happened yet, but yeah, for what it's worth, I haven't, I just haven't managed to find the time. I've been busy playing another game, which we'll talk about a little bit later. All nice. right, I, I know some people are kind of like hoping for. 
a a bloodborne ps5 patch which i think right it could be likely uh, i'm not entirely sure you know if we're just following on from from software's Elden ring uh anyone waiting for bloodborne 2 you're a fucking idiot <laughs> i hope i'm proved wrong but there you go um but Josie, I want Bloodborne to PS5 patch would be interesting, actually, because one of my yeah. peeves with that game, it's something that I played a bit of and wanted to get into, could not get into it, didn't really find my feet with it, um, but it looked ugly as sin. Interesting. And if they... But but I, having spoken to people that I ta- I appreciate their opinions, um, like you, Jamie, and Martin Ruffle, and people like that who talk about Bloodborne in sort of very positive ways, it's a game that I'm sometimes like, oh, maybe I should try it again. But it's so goddamn ugly that I've never wanted to. But with a PS5 patch, I could be persuaded. Yeah, but hold on, Jonesy, because you've got one of the best-looking games on the PS5, which is a From Software, well, Blueprint. Fantastic but- game. Absolutely fantastic game that I have not played for about a year now. <laughs> that is yeah. shocker. That is a proper shocker. Of course, talking about Demon Souls, which I, that's going to be the first thing I play when I get a PS5. Oh, it's, it, mate, it's fantastic. It's really good. Like, I genuinely uh, love my time with it. But it's it's a FromSoft game, and you need and like just playing the same bits <laughs> again and so again, dying again. Are and you again. saying that like, that's shorthand for not a Jonesy game? Yeah, like it's not a Jonesy game, but it's got so much to love in it and so much to appreciate. Like, yeah. I I would love to say that there's a, a weekend or like a week, maybe in a year or so, when I can sit down, get back into it, and and try and crank my way you know through some more of that game if you Um, want if you want motivation to get back into it watch no clips documentary on the making of the demon souls remake it's fucking great it's so good okay it's an hour long so watch it at 1.5 to 2 times speed (laughs) but it's totally totally worth watching dude and it'll definitely get you amped up to go back into the world yeah okay last thing on this topic because i know people are maybe getting a bit bored of it uh what do you think i like each show needs to have a one more thing moment. Yes. What is that one more thing moment? Because I would imagine that Tenpole would be Ragnarok and then potentially Spider-Man 2 would be the one more thing. But you said you don't think Spider-Man 2 is going to be there. So what do you think No, be? I don't think Spider-Man will be there. Um... Oh, man, it's tough. Putting you on the spot, baby. Uh... Oh, okay. What... Uh... What about, would it be a one more thing? I don't know if it would be a one more thing, but what about Last of Us multiplayer? Last of Us Part 2 multiplayer? Hey, I think that's a decent one more thing because that's a a, a PlayStation exclusive game. And we know that it's uh, in the works. Um, Actually, so that's, I think potentially. that's a really good shout, Jersey. Would that become... I don't, the only thing is, I don't know if that's... Would that g- grab enough people because it's the multiplayer? I don't know, but yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Multiplayer. Last of Us Part 2. I like it. I like if it you that, never that. played it, the, you people out there, if you never played The Last of Us multiplayer, it was sick. I never it was played so it. so good. I never played Did it. Did you not play it either? No. It was so good. Like it was it was a different kind of animal, but some you know you have another thing when you remember plays in games and you're like you and you for years. I remember plays in that multiplayer because it was so it was kind of intense because you were sneaking, right? And yeah. you could do, do the whole thing, obviously, you know, because it's a stealth game, but you could if you snuck around and you crept low down, like people couldn't hear you and they couldn't see you through walls. But if they stood up and walked or ran, then you could see them through walls. So you would, if you stayed still and didn't move, you could kind of see where people were, but you were getting like bombed and they could grenade you. And obviously the way weapons <laughs> work in that ammo is really scarce. And I remember it was like the scene for No Country for Old Men 
when someone went down, you could like run over, you could go to their body and take all their stuff. And I had seen someone get killed. I think I saw, I think they got killed by someone else. I ran to them after a minute, wait until they didn't get like pillaged immediately, uh, went to their body and started taking their stuff. And somebody saw me, didn't have any ammo, and just starts running at me with a melee weapon. <laughs> and I'm there loading up the loading gun, it up, cranking yeah. it, a revolver. <laughs> and as he gets to me, I blew him away at point blank range. Nice. And he was dead. And it was just like no country for old men with the dogs. Oh, I still remember that. <laughs> Loved Man, it. What a sick film. Yeah, very good. Well, okay. I, I actually really like that as an idea for a one more thing. I think that could that could be that could be cool. That could be like a low key one more thing. So I think it'll get a lot of people hyped, but at the same time, it's not like a blow your mind kind of thing. Yeah. Anything with Ellie as well, like you've just got to show a bit of Ellie and people or uh, not. Well, you can't show Joel. Really. That'd be. Do you reckon they would put Joel in the um, in the multiplayer? That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, but the only. He's invincible unless you've got a golf club. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Imagine. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how they do it. But it's weird oh, because there are be all amazing. these rumors about like, oh, could it be a battle royale and blah, 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 blah. Oh, that would be really, okay, that would be cool. That would be really cool. It is kind of weird, but I'm also thinking to like that, it's a bit of spoiler territory here, but the fight at the end of Last of Us Part 2 before Santa Monica, when you're in the theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that whole cat and mouse setup. Like, I can imagine that as being kind of what you're describing with in the multiplayer. But then right. if, if they do make it like a lot of fucking, like 100 people, that, that could be fucking intense. That world, if they open it up a bit, um, now that you said Battle Royale, I'm like, that's what I want. <laughs> I, just, I, want I want that. Oh man, that'd be cool. crazy! All right, but you know what else is crazy? A comment of the week, Jonesy. The oh. worst fucking segue. There we go. <laughs> this week it comes in from our main man, Peaswad. You can't believe it. And the reason why I chose this, well, it's quite simple. It's because he's agreeing with me, baby. He says, "I'm with Chris. With the way games have shit the bed recently with bugs and delayed releases, I'd much rather aspects came out later than forcing an even deeper pushback." Obviously, talking about um, the Halo situation we discussed last week, where the single player is going to come out, the multiplayer is going to come out, the co-op campaign is delayed, and Forge, the multiplayer kind of like creation system, is going to be delayed as well. So yeah, no, I mean, I, that's fair, that's fair enough. I can I can see I can see what you meant. I can see why Peas would agree with you. Like, um, I'm I'm still not a big fan. Like, I still think it's um, it's kind of like a weird, almost like a. Not like obviously not like pre-order, like what I mean, like a early access kind of deal. It feels in some ways, and I can it's it's a little bit of a slippery slope, but I can see what I can see what it means. It's kind of better to have um something that's done well and wait for some other stuff rather than just like yeah. get everything crap and then and go. What have you done? And I think they they're not doing it like from my perspective at least. They it's not like they're saying oh well we're gonna release the campaign. But it's only going to be two thirds of the campaign because we haven't finished it. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine if they did that. Well, fucking Blizzard did that with StarCraft 2. Don't know if you remember, but they broke that Final, game. Final, Final Fantasy remake, anyone? Wow. <laughs> Still wow. haven't announced the second part. I know. It's fucking, it's the dumbest fucking shit. I, I think I said <laughs> it when, like, I'm a big fan of it, obviously. Don't, like, don't get me wrong. But I think I said it when I finished the game. I was like, they're going to have to announce the second part pretty soon because this is mental. 
And it's what you like, think. Yeah, yeah. May, hey, maybe that'll be the one more thing on the fucking chili. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be that would be pretty fucking sick. All right. Anyway, speaking about sick Alex Jones, there is nothing sicker than supporting the Super Show podcast. Uh, yes, that's like right. It. It's it's Patreon time, everybody. Patreon.com forward slash Super Show. If you want to show your support, help us keep doing what we're doing. Maybe we can afford to bring Jamie back. I don't know. He's a bit of a prima, prima donna these days. Um, you know, I had the gall to give him some M&Ms that contained green M&Ms. And he just threw them in my face and he said he's not coming back. So, you know. So you've if, eaten if you, all the green M&Ms. Yeah, if you can help us, like, afford an M&M sorter, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show. But, hey, it's a, a bit of give and take because you give us money to kind of help us along and continue doing what we're doing without fear of uh, destitution, I guess, and potential prostitution because you've got to get that those bucks somehow. Uh, but in return, you get something. For as little as $2, you get access to our Discord server, which has not been too active lately, but we know it's 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 running there. It's running. I think, Jonesy, you were having a few chats the other day, weren't you? Indeed. About, uh, what, what do you say, like games with muskets, like battle royales with muskets and shit? Uh, yes. Yeah. And Because um, I was saying how that'd be cool. I, li- I like the idea of changing the pace of uh, games, especially like battle royale games and things like that. And I like the idea of a, a musket because you know, obviously it's so slow to sort of load it, and you could get you've got the communication there because you've got to do the old, um, you know, fire and then reload and fire, and you've got to get everything working. And then our lovely patrons pointed out to me there are in fact a couple of games, yeah, um, just like that. I can't. Oh, I, I made a list of what they said because I was like, okay, I need to play these games, but I'm worried now that if I click off it and look at my list, then I'll break <laughs> the thing. So I'm not going to do it. Have I told you the um, the idea that I had for Battle Royale? No. Okay. A bunch of men standing around in a circle. Okay. Hands on cock. Stroking it. <laughs> eye contact the entire time. Right? I think you know where this is going. A biscuit in the middle. I don't think that's a battle royale, mate. I think it's uh, something else. I, you see, you're, you're wrong. That, that, that's, the, that's the fucking original battle royale. Think about it. That baby. is the original. But how have they, okay, how have Battle Royale games, have they never made a Hunger Games Battle Royale? Talking about the original Battle Royale. That is yeah. the original Battle Royale. Well, apart from Battle Royale, of course. But yeah, <laughs> forget <sure>. that. Western <laughs> Battle Royales I'm talking about. Yeah, forget, forget that ri- original original. Forget them Asians. Who cares? Yeah, forget their real stuff that they made before anyone else did. Just think about our stuff that we copied yeah. from them. No, but you're right. Like, um, who who was who had Hunger Games like Lionsgate or some shit? I don't know. They should have just fucking no made it. Should've but hey, cool. I, I think it is. We have battle royals as a direct result of that anyway, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, back to the Patreon, Jonesy. If you spend five dollars, and I say spend, really, it's like just spends the wrong word, okay? Because it's it's a philanthropy at this point. But five dollars gets you access to some uh, Patreon exclusive content including our first episode of known murderers which is we had a fucking blast and we got to try and record the next one soon i'm getting an, an itching and we, we can definitely do it yeah i know who mine's going to be on when, when when i'm the one to kind of like host it uh i wonder who jamie's would be but anyway uh but yeah we do have currently on screen the names of some lovely lovely people who have been supporting us 
through thick and thin. And really, you listening to us now is a direct kind of result of these lovely people. And I am, of course, talking about Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy. By the way, guys, I've changed my mind. The Mandalorian has the best writing and the, dark, and the Darksaber is the best looking part. Jonesy, I don't know if you've heard that, but it's true. Uh, Jesper Camdahl Nielsen, Javela Cujo, Leo Merger, Lonnie Thompson, Magic Grits, Mindful Pig, Nathan Piers. Oh my God. Pastors Guild, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid. Are you kidding me? Zach Cream. These dudes. Oh my God. Legends. And of course, while they may be legends of the game, these are the fucking behemoths, the titans. I am, of course, talking about Shellshock, Doppler, Hacksaw Book Read, Manuel Purple Burglar Alarm Guerrero, I think is like slang for an anus, uh, Peaswad, and The Dude Abides. There we go. Thank you so much, everybody, for your support. Really cannot you guys. express how much it means to us. Like... Every now and then, Jonesy and I and, and Jamie, we, we kind of, we, we collectively say we just can't fucking believe that people like listening to us and are willing to support us. So, you know, keep on surprising us because it's lovely. Jonesy, what do you think a purple burglar alarm is? I like your uh, idea that it's a, a slang term for an arsehole. I'm kind of thinking like, you know, when like, purple like burglar an, alarm. An, an alias is like, just about to become prolapsed, like the, like on the verge. No, I don't. I, th- I don't think it's that. I think it's like uh, you've been out for a lovely curry, and <laughs> someone says, "How how's your anus looking this morning?" You're like, <laughs> "Purple burglar alarm, mate." Oh, oh, good. God, Can go okay. off at any time. I like that. Actually, I like that. That's cool. Well, Manuel Guerrero, be sure to let us know what it does actually fucking mean. Uh, I'm sure it's probably something obvious. It might even be something that we fucking refer to in the shows prior, and he's just kind of like picked up on it, and we've completely forgotten because uh, clearly we are either on drugs or need to be on drugs. <sighs> Jonesy, you know what? I think it's the, 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 the fucking amplitude is too much for me and I've got to kind of like take it down, okay? We've we got to kind of decompress. We've got to take it easy. I want to know what you've been playing. What have you been well, doing to, to, you know, kind of like shake off the fucking stress off your shoulders? Um, I appreciate that, mate, uh, to get rid of some of that stress. I'm going to take some time. I'm going to take... 12 minutes, in fact, oh, wow. because that is what I've been playing. Better than um, 21 seconds to go, though. Better than 21 seconds. You, you can't really relax in 21 seconds. It's, it's just not enough time. I mean, some people uh, have that issue, Jonesy. I mean, don't, don't point fingers, okay? Hey, I'm not pointing any fingers or anything. <laughs> if it's 21 seconds is all you need. That's all you need. Okay, 12 minutes. Um, Interesting. Is, 12 is this, minutes. Is this off the back of Jamie and I kind of discussing it? It is. It's so. It's two, yes, it's two things. It's off the back of that, and also um, we looked at it multiple times for it's on Game Pass, so it's one of those where it doesn't sort of cost you anything. But yes, no. What what made me think actually, you know, what, I'm going to hop on it this week because uh, I didn't have much time to play games, and I thought that'd be a, quite a cool thing to stick on the PC. I've got twelve minutes. Into. I've got twelve minutes. It takes longer than twelve minutes. Let me tell you. Um, but it's yeah, it's interesting because I I think I've. I think maybe I like it more than what you and Jamie were sort of alluding oh. to last week. I, I totally get where both of you are coming from. Um, for anyone who didn't listen last week, so 12 minutes, if, if you haven't seen it, is the top-down sort of narrative-heavy um, loop, like time loop game where you um, you effectively are in your flat. Somebody comes in um, to kill your wife and... So everything go everything happens within this twelve minute time frame, and if you um, 
I guess, don't complete the game by doing whatever you need to do in order to protect your wife and not have her kill, whatever. The game starts again uh, and this loop happens again and again, but your character can retain information uh, and can remember things from a previous loop. So the idea being that you've got to sort of figure out what's going on, solve the mystery, as it were, uh, and, and break free of the loop. Um, I, f- I think, yeah, in a, in a way, like from what you were saying, Chris, like it is a little bit clunky when it comes to controls and things like that. There's also yeah. a lot of... Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, there's jank in the game, like clearly. I, I don't see, I don't, it, it didn't feel like, I don't know if janky is necessarily the word I'd use only because it's like a, a point and click, but I get, but I know what you mean in that. Yeah. Sometimes that doesn't translate particularly well. Yeah. Like it's a, it can't, you know, you accidentally click on something or you click off of something and then your little character stands up and you're like, no, go back and do the thing. <laughs> um, it's also a very small game world. Like it's, it's really minute. And if you, um, it doesn't feel like you could even be in there very long. Yeah. Because even yeah. the loops, they, they you can sort of trigger them. So one thing that I found when I played it was if you try and leave the flat, it starts another loop. So anytime... Oh, right. you want, okay. Yeah, like you can't even go outside. So I was like, oh, right. So anytime you want to sort of just go and do it again, you can, if you think, ah, I missed, messed that up or messed up the conversation, um, you can hop out. I, I really enjoyed playing around with some of the little scenarios and the way the characters interact and the fact that you you know what's going to happen and you can sort of like screw with stuff. But I actually think that having listened to you and Jamie talk about it and some of the stuff that you guys did made me have a much better time with it. Um, right, okay. Well, I guess like set your expectations low and you're bound to be surprised, right? No, no, more, more like specifics. So you guys were saying, oh, because, you know, you can hide in the cupboard or you can uh, go get in the bed or you can, um, I think Jamie even said you can knock the assassin out. And I was like, oh, right. So I knew all these things. Right, so yeah. if I'd have just gone into it, I think it would have taken me a lot longer to discover that stuff. And I don't think I would have enjoyed it quite as much. But because I was enjoying it more as like a narrative, I I sort of went through the whole game and I haven't I haven't actually finished it yet. But I went through what feels like most of the game in probably like a few hours. Right. Um, okay. So yeah. So how? So you reckon you a couple of hours or? I so yeah. I'm I'm a couple of hours in. Uh, I think or maybe a few hours in, and I don't think I can have that much left to do. Like I've it feels like I've exhausted most of the uh, the conversation options um i know most of the story about what's gone on i think i only need to reveal a couple more yeah uh, bits of information um before i sort of can wrap everything up and get a okay a conclusion one way or the other um but it's definitely fun. just just screwing with stuff is quite fun yeah like, yeah <clears throat> like, like try, tinkering with stuff and seeing the outcomes that come of them like okay this sounds terrible but it's not everyone listening don't think i'm a psycho (laughs) but i'd already done about 20 like iterations of what you can do by this point and i was like i wonder what because i just want to see if i can make the killer leave without doing anything and so that i could just last the rest of the the 12 minutes to get to the end because you can do that but he kills your wife obviously and then he'll go but i was like damn i don't want him to kill her but can I get him to leave? So I like drugged her. So she passed out on the bed and then he like tries to wake her up um, yeah. and can't, but then doesn't leave. Cause I was like, Oh, he's definitely going to leave. He didn't leave. He checks the cupboard that I was hiding in and he finds me <laughs> and then he kills me. So I'm like, okay, so let's try this again. So I stabbed my wife and then she's lying dead on the floor. And then I hid in the cupboard <laughs> and then he comes in. And he's like, oh my God, what's going on here? And then he does leave. Like he, he sods off because he's like, what's yeah, going on? But then does it just loop? Yes. I think I, and then I called the police and was like, I've murdered my wife. 
<laughs> nice. Oh yeah, it's, I, I, or maybe I said like my wife's dead or she's injured. They said I oh, will send a unit, but they they always send someone who that's going to arrive after the loop, which is yeah. really annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, then I even had one where I think I killed my wife, came out of the cupboard, and then the killer, and I just stood there, and then he was <laughs> like, "Oh my god, what have you done? <laughs> like you you killed her." Yeah, can um, I just say your your Willem Dafoe voice and Kenny. It's almost as if he's in the room with us. Thanks, mate. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'd uh, and then uh, I even like tried to get her to. I thought, oh, maybe she can help me, and we'll take him out. He's killed me so many times at this point. He just yeah. anything I do, he just strangles me. I'm like, he's really annoying. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I always used to get away. He'd just punch me, and there'd be blood all over the floor, and it would just continue looping. Um, yeah, but yeah. So my it, favorite stuff is the reactions of um, what is his name? Uh, your character. I can't remember the actor. Uh, James McAvoy. Yes, McAvoy. I, I like what he, his reactions when he loops again. Oh yeah, because oh, oh, oh god. Yeah, oh, god. like oh you bastard! I'm gonna get you next time and stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah he's got it's, some it's quite a bit funny of a fun little lines. Here's a here's an interesting comment uh, which was runner up for comment of the week, but I'll, I'll say it anyway. This comes in from Bill Caesar, and he's quoting me, Chris. And then the quote: I didn't really get into it. And he says, then continues, then continues to explain how he didn't play the game right. Maybe that's why you didn't jolt with it. <laughs> I read that comment and I laughed out loud because I remember you said, uh, the, I just got into the bed <laughs> and went to sleep. And you said, and then you said, oh, and then I just hid in the cupboard. <laughs> and it was like, did you, I think Jamie said, did you try and do this? And you were like, no. Yeah, did but, you try and do this? But by hiding in the cupboard, my second playthrough, I got, a piece of information that Jamie only got like multiple hours later. So that's true. That's very true. Who, who's not playing the game now, Bill? Huh? huh? I did. Uh, do you know, I actually did a couple of like little. <laughs> um, I would. I was messing with my my wife in the game, Daisy. Ridley. Oh yeah. Like, oh, I were would, you? I would, were you? Yeah. Because <laughs> you've got a few seconds before she realizes you're home, or and even when she realizes, like she doesn't come out straight away. Yeah. So I would. Because um, she's in the I shower would, like, when you when you come home. Uh oh right yeah yeah so I would. I'd go in, quickly go and grab the present that she's got for you and like hide it and then I would have it. So then she'd go and then I'd do the following interactions and she'd go, oh, let me go uh, get something for you. And she'd go and like look in the drawer and she's like, I can't believe you went through my stuff. I don't want to talk to you right now. And she gets <laughs> stroppy. And another time I think I just, I came out, turned the radio on and then like hid in the cupboard or something and just was like messing with her. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to fuck yeah. around. It, it is quite good. Like obviously there's some like repetitious outcomes to things that you do but i think for the most part they did a really good job of kind of trying to figure out the different permutations and having adequate uh, reactions recorded and programmed into the game for it yeah it, it definitely feels like they've um it kind of feels alive in that sense it doesn't feel like weirdly they managed to make every loop feel different yeah um in yeah. some way which is which is quite clever because it could just feel really boring if everything was exactly the same and so obviously, some things are very similar, but no, I, I enjoyed it, and I think I'm going to play it to its conclusion. But um, oh, well, that's that was going to be my next thing: is did you fall off at all? If you can continue, that's good. Yeah, I, I think especially if you think you're like nearing the end of doing as much as you can do to kind of get. To the yeah, end, like, like I can't not? have long. I can't have long left. Like I've, like I said, I've I found out most of the information um, that we were talking about last week, and I think yeah. I've only got a couple bits left to to discover. Nice. Yeah. Anything else that you played? Uh, no, 
It was just that was it. <laughs> just the twelve minutes. Oh, just God. twelve. You know minutes. when it's a, when it's a slow news week, I, we we kind of think, okay, well, we'll just fill it out with the fucking catch up section. Uh, and I can't say that I blame you, Jonesy, because I I haven't done much better this week, unfortunately. I I'll get like- sure. I'll give it. I'll give a really brief shout out to something else I have done hmm. this week. I've watched. I've not played. Yes. Just to drag it out. Uh, Lower decks which I watched a bit of back when it first came out and then I hadn't watched for a while and I've jumped back in again, which is the uh, animated comedy on Net, um, Prime, Amazon Prime, based in the... And is canon, uh, the Star Trek universe. It's canon um, as well. It is canon, yeah. It's wow, canon. okay. Apparently it's canon, yeah. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, it's a, it's a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out, it's uh, on Amazon Prime. Go and have a little watch if you're a bit of a Trekkie like I am. Is it? Is it... Is it accessible to non-Trekkie fans? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Like, there's a lot of Trekkie humour. Um, not, not like detailed stuff, more like kind of obvious Trekkie humour, which I think most people can get. But even if you don't get that, like, it's just fun anyway. It's it's, it's very kind of family guy or um, yeah. you know, the, one of those sorts of things. Is it quite, maybe sla- not family guy, maybe is it quite slapsticky? Yeah. Uh, y- yes, but not... I'm trying to think what it's more... It's not... I suppose it's not that family guy, but it's, I'm trying to think what it's more like. It's one of the, do you know what well? it's, it's like a 12, it's rated 12, which I guess is like the yeah. PG-13 kind of equivalent. Yeah, sure. You could watch, like I've watched a couple with my kids in the room. They don't care about it because they're not that into it. And you can kind of watch it. So then the next episode I watched, someone got like their face ripped off. <laughs> and I was glad that the kids weren't in the room anymore. <laughs> wow. But, so it's that level. It's not like an. It's not like adult humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it kind of is. Kind of. It's not also kiddie humor as well. It's, it's, I, I it's have cool. One, it's I cool. have one more question before I decide to watch this, Jonesy, on your recommendation. Are there tribbles? They they mention a tribble in one episode, I believe. No, not good enough, mate. I'm out. I'm, <laughs> I'm out. Nah. <laughs> the gorn. Need, I need tribbles. Have they got the, the gorn, gorn? They gorn do appear. Wow. Um, they do because this is the other thing. They do some fun stuff. So if you are a Trekkie, they, they bring back characters um, from like the next generation, All right, and also okay. I guess from from TOS as well. But uh, they they kind of they do fun things with it. Like they'll talk about, oh, we've gone back to this planet where the the Enterprise came before and solved all this issue, and then the Enterprise went away. But now the people have got this same issue again. Oh right, and they yeah, haven't yeah. solved it. It's, you know, if anything, it's slightly worse. And I got oh, that damn enterprise. They just go around like <laughs> thinking they solve everything, and then they didn't. But uh, it's it's a fun show. Well, that's that's a nice cool. kind of like spin on it, I guess. Because it's official, it's cool as well. Because everything's a fit, like the uniforms, the ships. You know, everything's yeah. official like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I like that. Mm, interesting. Uh, oh, Josie, if you're wondering, I have also been very lax. I've only played one game, much like you, and I only have one television thing to talk about, much like Ooh. you. So which one do you want to hear first, the game or the television? Let's keep it TV and then go back to the game. Nice, I like it. I've been watching Nine Perfect Strangers, which is also Ooh. on Amazon Prime. Um, is this like Naked Attraction? <laughs> no, although that's that's a great fucking show. Um, no, Nine Perfect Strangers, and, and, and it's interesting because I don't actually like the show that much. Okay. But it's following this kind of like almost what's become now a subgenre following on from the White Lotus where it's a subgenre of white rich white people go to exotic getaway locations and their lives are a mess and they get fucked with in some way. 
What? <laughs> so is it reality TV? No, it's not reality TV. It's it's like scripted television. Oh, okay, weird. So, 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 so the idea of rich this is, people go to Hawaii or rich, rich, somewhere. Rich white people. Rich white people go somewhere fancy. Yeah. In in this case, I think it's, I think it's meant to be Australia, or it's filmed in Australia, or something like that. Um, right. But yeah, so they go to a getaway, and they're rich people, but they have problems because, of course. Uh, and then the people like running the resort, whatever it is, they just fuck with them somehow. And it, it's interesting because I, I, I watched uh, White Lotus. Do you say scripted? Is it is it like scripted reality? No, or is not it scripted reality. Up? It's like straight up like there was a script oh, okay. writer. They wrote a story. This is that story. Uh, okay, weird. This sounds so strange. Okay, so what? In what way do they mess with them? Well, so in this one, they kind of start microdosing them with the. Uh, I'm gonna fucking butcher the name, but uh, what's the components in magic mushrooms? Oh, I don't know. Silurubin or something. I've just looked it up. Oh, it's based on a, a New York Times bestselling book by... Yeah, but like that can mean anything, Leanne right? Leanne like, Nine Perfect Strangers takes place in a boutique health and wellness resort that prom- promises healing and transformation. Okay, it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, so it, it's... I was almost, th- sorry, I was. I just couldn't get on my head that it was like this weird... Like a reality show? Like Naked, what's and, the one? naked and Afraid? What? And what's the one they do? The, the Love, I- Love Island. Love Island is what Love I was Island. thinking of. Love Island. Oh, God, yeah. Love Island. Jesus. Well, Jamie would be the expert on that, but he's not in to <laughs> defend himself, so there we go. Um, but yeah, so, so where's like White Lotus was good? I think this is yeah. bad, even though it's the same kind of like sub-genre that's kind of emerged now of right. like rich white people with problems and their shit gets fucked up. Uh, I like it. I, I, as a sub-genre, I quite like it. Like, Nine Perfect Strangers, you know, it's entertaining. It's it's a little bit trashier than, say, White Lotus was. You know, and there's always this, like, underlying mystery, like, oh, someone's trying to kill the resort right. owner, and, ooh, the resort owner's all mysterious. And she's, <laughs> the resort owner's played by Nicole Kidman, who freaks me the fuck out these days because she, <laughs> she's like, she's like this, dude. Is she? Oh, it's so bad. I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her in anything for a long time. Just, 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 go, just Google... Nicole Nicole Kidman, Nine Perfect Strangers. Right now, let's get your reaction to like what she's done to her face, this woman. Okay, I'm looking it up. And don't get me wrong, like actors do weird stuff. Like big time. They they go they go so far down the plastic surgery route, and they yeah. end up looking quite strange. Oh yeah, she looks weird. She doesn't look like herself yeah. at all. And, and and it's almost it's almost like the expression. She looks of- like someone else. Yeah, but it's also she's also almost like expressionless because she's got so much plastic surgery and facelifts. Like, you know, if if you think about like a good actor, that it's not only the way that they act, um, like verbally, but also their emotional kind of cadence uh, that they yeah, have, and, a look and a, yeah, and and yeah. and like a, a raise of the eyebrow or a, a twinge of the mouth or whatever it is. But if your muscles aren't working, like you're just you know insane. This is what's insane, mm. right? The like very wealthy, some of the most attractive people in the world, actors and things, still that insecure that when they get to like fifty plus, they feel like they need to, or they no, or they do need to do all this crazy stuff just in order to keep themselves working. Otherwise, no one will probably hire them to being anything ever again. And, and, and shocking, I, I, yeah. But I can understand the state of the world, <laughs> the state of it. But I can understand that that like worry, right? But what I can't understand is kind of taking it to it that like 
the degree that Nicole Kidman has taken it to. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, see, I don't it, think it, she's. I don't think she's gone mad. I think she's. I don't think she's taken it too far at all. I just, what's the cat lady? Oh, like, okay, but I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> she looks like she looks like a normal human being, but she just doesn't look like Nicole Kidman, which is kind of weird. Which is as uh, any Renee Zellweger had the thing a few years ago, where yeah. she looked. She still looked like a normal human being, but she just didn't look like <laughs> Renee Zellweger, which was kind of odd because it looked like another person. And, like they could have genuinely swapped them out. Can I? Can I give you? Would a you know if they hadn't swapped her? Can I give you? Tell you literally on a little secret, Jonesy. Yeah, sure. I'm not actually Chris. I'm Jamie, and I've had a facelift. That little, is amazing. A little bit of a nip and a tuck, and uh, boom. There you go. There you go. That is so, impressive. Yeah. The modern impressive miracle of, 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 you know. One of the ones for me recently was kind of odd. And again, this is not to have a go at the people. Like, I, I totally get it. I know people that have had surgery and all sorts of stuff. For the cast of Friends reunited. Oh, God, did you, yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah. And I, I'm a fan of all those people. I thought Friends was great. They all look so weird. Yeah. When they were sitting on that Ooh. sofa. Courtney Cox Very, as well, like, Jesus. Well, I think all of them looked... The only one who didn't look that weird was was um, Joey. What's his name? I can't remember his name. Matt LeBlanc? Matt LeBlanc, yeah. But the, I think the reason was because he'd just gotten a bit old and a bit fat. Like, he looked like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the others all looked younger, but kind of weird, because they all had loads of work done, I guess. Yeah. But I, it, it is strange, man. Like, I don't know. But that, hey, that's Hollywood for you. Who, who knows? That is Hollywood. Jonesy, who knows what goes on in the mind of the Hollywood elite? Do you know who knows? And, well, hold on, because I was going to say, <laughs> you people can now watch this back when we're still doing the podcast in the year 2050, right? In 30 years' time. Oh, and we're all like... When we're, our faces are like all over the shop. I don't know, mate. I think, I think like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the, um, the George Lucas like neck waddle coming out. <laughs> I'm convinced that that's happening to I, Dude, I would have that done. I would have work to get rid of that if I had yeah, that. Yeah, just, just tuck it up behind my ears, you know? Just like loop it over like headphones. I'd wear like a really tight neck thing. I'd just put like a, an elastic band around my neck. Just turtleneck. Wear just wear turtlenecks all the time. Steve Jobs it. <laughs> Steve Jobs it, yeah. But you, you, you ruined my perfect segue. I'm so sorry. Because I was going to so say, sorry. who knows what's going on in the mind of the Hollywood elite? I'll tell you who. The Psychonauts. That's who. That's they right. Would. I've been playing more Psychonauts too. And it is shaping up to be my game of the year. That's, nice. how, that's, that's how fucking good it is, Jonesy. It's an enjoyable romp. Uh, lots to do, lots to collect. Maybe too many collectibles, if you're into <laughs> that kind of thing. And um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Really well written. Really kind of like, in a way, subversive in how it's written. Like it's very intelligent, very smart in the kinds of things it's trying to say about, let's say, you know, mental health. There's this one... There's one mission where you've got to do um, mental connections and there's a little mini puzzle where you've got to, it, it's almost like Inception, where you go into someone's right. mind and you need to change the way they think on a spe- specific outlook or their life outlook to get a different outcome to something that's happening. So the okay. kind of like the woman in charge of, of Psychonauts, like the GM, let's call her, of psychonauts doesn't want the interns to go on this dangerous mission. So you as an intern go into her mind and mess around with her risk mental connections and what it means. And you're trying to say, so the mission takes place in a casino. So you take her risk idea, her risk cloud, and you mentally connect it to another cloud that says money. 
And then she's like, I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to go gamble. And you, all the kids are coming with me. You know, like that kind of That's thing. That's pretty like, cool, man. It, I like that. It, cool. It's really kind of like subversive in terms of that. I really like it. I really, really like it. And I think it's, I like, I know you said you tried Psychonauts 1 and you didn't really gel with it because it wasn't all the game. And that's fair enough. But yeah, I'd, I'd say, you know. I still like, think there was, a, there was, I could see there was stuff to like in it though. Yeah. It's one of those where you're like, oh, okay, that I can see that if I'd have played this at the time, the game mechanics and the way the game plays wouldn't have been the hindrance and I probably would have got into it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see more of Psychonauts. Try it, man. It's, it's Game Pass. It's free. Cause, well, I mean, free. You pay for Games Pass, but you've got Games Pass. So it's I free. Uh, yeah. I, I'd be interested to know your, your kind of thoughts on it. And maybe, maybe it's just me being a little bit crazy, but yeah. T- it, Without playing anything else this year, I would say it is my game of the year. That's cool, man. That's good to hear. Although that's a little bit of an unhanded compliment. If I hadn't played anything else this year, it would be my game of the year. <laughs> no, no, no. What I mean is up to this point. not. No, having, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. If fine. I had never seen anyone else, she would be the most attractive woman in the world. <laughs> it's not, like it's not wrong of... though, Jonesy. <laughs> yeah that's good i like that um can i bring the tone down a little because i completely forgot that i did watch something else and i wanted to just say how rubbish it was oh i i I, i'm all about fucking trashing on shit so let's fucking go for it i'll I'll try and be brief i watched the movie finally of uh snowpiercer which is um, right okay with captain america himself chris evans chris evans um and it's based on the uh, french graphic novel i believe yes um it's a very good looking film. Like it's, it looks fantastic. It's got some cool like set pieces and some cool ideas. And it's almost like you can feel what they were trying to get at. And Tilda Swinton's in it, who I love. Like, I think she is fantastic and whatever she plays, like she just seems to grab every character by the balls and yeah. just do something with it. And I, which I'm, which I like, and I like what she did in this as well. But the, the, the plot and the, the is kind of trash. Like I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> it. It was one of those where I watched it and was like, um, was it the actual plot that annoyed you or was it kind of the 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 setup behind like the world and, and what's happening so, like, to like, be fair it was, like, it was it, both is it, is it the macro story or the micro story Jonesy it was both um, <laughs> and it was also the world in and of itself so okay any this if, I don't, if, I'm sure people have already all seen it out there but if you haven't seen it it immediately made me think of Metro right the game yeah because yeah. it's like you're gonna that's what you're gonna think um and it wasn't that and very early on you realize oh it's not like a big expansive world like metro it's literally one train the train is not very long but they're supposed to you they want you to believe that every that this is the whole world and everyone lives here so then you're like okay so they have to be when they walk from like one end of the train to the other this whole thing is they go from the very back tail at the end of the train to the very front but they're going to go through um you you kind of imagine, and you can see what they're going to do with it. It's going to be like it's going to have a bit of a political message. You're going to start the tale where um, it sucks, and they work hard, and their lives are shit, and they barely get anything to eat. And then they're going to gradually make their way through, you know, the stages of society and go higher up the class structure yeah, and all of this. Yeah. They don't do any of that. <laughs> they forego all of that. <laughs> um, they just say there's the tale who don't apparently don't have jobs, don't work. It appears which is kind of the whole point of like the, you know, the underclasses that they have to work for shit all money. Like yeah, that yeah. sucks. Like that's one of the things I think I would have led with like backbreaking work every day. They don't do that. They just seem to be just standing around <laughs> eating, eating these protein bars. Sounds, then, sounds like good. That sounds good to me. 
Oh, but it's all like filthy and crap and horrible. Yeah, but and, you get, you get their, free protein bars, Jonesy. But, oh, you are. The protein bars are made of cockroaches, is what you find out. Great. Hey, you know what? In, insects are the superfoods of the future, so. Yeah, and to be fair, like, this is, uh, they went in the <laughs> film, they try and make a big deal of it. I'm like, if you'd eaten that your whole life, you wouldn't have, like, really given a shit. But then they, <laughs> but then the, um, they, they then make their way from where they live. They're like, we're going to take over the train revolution. It seems like really quickly they just end up in um, super upper class, like no one has a job, everyone's just a drug addict and wears fur coats. And you're like, where's every other strata of society? Like, I thought you were going to give me a social message and you've gone straight from like the lowest you can think and the horrible scenario to all these druggies. And you, they don't live anywhere, apparently. They just all like float around in this <laughs> club. Like there's no, there are no rooms, there no are no beds, beds no there's showers. No, there's, there's like four people that work on this whole train. And there's supposed to be like thousands of people that live on it. They 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 have dead chickens and like sides of beef hanging up, but no live animals. Mm, that's kind of weird. Where are they finding the chickens? Yeah. Anyway, you get all through that crap. Then the payoff, like the twisty twist and everything, is just shite. <laughs> it's, it's it's not enough. <laughs> and like I said, I'm not going to drone on in case I know. But yes, yeah, it's, it's um. It was one of those where I was. It looks great. The act, it's got good actors. It's well written. Like the the writing's fine. Yeah. But the plot itself is just kind of boring, and the world building is almost non-existent. And yeah. They do some lazy ass stuff where they 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 throw twists at you where they go twist, and you're like, I already knew this was the thing. <laughs> like it's so obvious what that you were going to do that. Yeah. But then they don't. Then they don't even do that. They don't even do an M Night Shyamalan and like it was the plants. They don't even do one of them. Like where you're like that is mad. They don't do that at all. They just kind of go. I, don't, I really want to give away the end now, but I don't know. If I, do it. The movie is so old, dude. Okay, so he gets, so they gets the whole way to the end. Ed Harris, who's the train driver, says, oh, you weren't supposed to make it this far. Um, the, the whole plan was the, the guy you thought was on your side, who was really on my side, who was leading you to do the revolution, because it basically turns into the Matrix. It's the architect going, Neo, um, the, there are two born into the Matrix. There's the, the architect <laughs> and there's the what's her name the, the the oracle the oracle yeah and the oracle leads mate leads neo to the to the architect and then the architect and then, and then neo decides to become the first man inside the matrix and then they rebuild the whole thing that's literally the plot of this movie but they, they mess up because ed harris says you weren't supposed to make it this far you were only supposed to make it to that middle carriage and then you were supposed to die or 74 percent of you were supposed to die and or survive or whatever and then you were supposed to go back but then he's like, oh, but it's actually good you're here because you're supposed to take over as the train driver because I'm getting too old and I can't do it. But I know that you're going to carry on in my vision to keep everyone yeah. safe. Um, because, you know, without a leader, look what happens to them. And they're all there, like, causing a like, ruckus. Causing a ruckus, an understatement. But whatever, <laughs> they're killing each other. So then Chris Evans is like, I will not become the architect. I will save the day. I will save Zion, which is like the Matrix equivalent. But... He doesn't. He gives the match to the girl or the kid who sets the bomb on fire that blows the train up and kills everyone. He's Neo if the Matrix actually blew up and everyone died. <laughs> oh, I love like, it. Josie, I then, love it. Can, can, then, we, can we start a movie review podcast with, with you? Because at the helm, so, like... So, so he's just great. ruined. So do you know what he's just... He's proved Ed Harris right. Yeah. Ed Harris was right. Like he should have, he should have stayed on the train. Then the film ends. This is my favorite part of the whole movie. The film ends with a five-year-old kid, uh, boy who's left, and a seventeen-year-old girl. 
right? That way round, you realise that that girl has about maybe 20 years, if she's lucky, of, of childbearing left in her, <laughs> and they are the only two people left on the planet. She's going to be sleeping with a five-year-old, like, as soon as he <laughs> oh can do God, it. Oh, my God, Josie. She, she, she's going to, because she, like, they have to, to repopulate the planet. <laughs> she can't pop out enough kids, right? <laughs> at least at least if it was the other way around, you could rationalise Men stay fertile until they're like 100, so at least the guy could wait until she's 18 years old and then it's like adults. But in this world, she's older, so they have to start going as soon as that kid is ready. So this kid at 11 or 10 is going to have to start getting her pregnant, which is grim, a grim way to end a movie for one. Then, what do they do? This is, I had an argument with my wife about this because she said I was full of shit, but I'm, I'm convinced I've heard this. They then see a polar bear like on a cliff because the whole world is frozen, right? So they get yeah. on the train. It turns out the world is not as cold as it, as it was and they can live outside the train. They see a polar bear and the polar bear looks at them and they look at the polar bear and this is supposed to be the point at which you realise, ah, the world can sustain Earth again. They can rebuild. So you've got in your mind that this pedo lady is going to be sleeping with a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> but then you realise, <laughs> hold on, polar bear, one of the only animals that actively hunts human beings for food. <laughs> And these two people have never been in a life or death situation where they have to survive. The polar bear is going to eat those two people. I love that. Like, why wouldn't it? Please start. Please start a movie review. I fucking love it. It's you, you're absolutely right. It, it is. And I was and I was angry, and I was like, "Well, they're getting fucking eaten by an 18 foot polar bear, which is going to think that they're a snack before it goes and chows down on some seals." Like, what a stupid film! And my wife was saying. Polar bears don't actually actively hunt people. And to be fair, she was right. They don't. They, But it bloody would if it had never seen a human before. And hey, it looked if like it's hungry tasty. enough, Jonesy. If it's hungry enough, it would, absolutely. And then she was like, well, it would eat all the people, on the, the dead people on the train first, surely. And then you... I, do I, I, you don't, I don't think that there's a distinction, to be honest. If a polar bear's hungry, it'll, you know... But then she, she was saying it won't eat the people that are alive because it will go for the dead people. But I was like, no, it won't. It will see those tasty people walking around and it would chase them down and it'll eat them, and that'll be the end of human civilization. So Chris Evans, Captain America, the saviour of the world, <laughs> is not. He is the death of humanity. Wow. Anyway, I, just, I just can't wait for the sequel, Snowpiercer 2, where it's just a, a polar bear and two bodies of uh, children. No, no, I tell you, it'll be, it'll be um, uh, the film will be two people being chased by a polar bear for the whole movie, kind of like the grey, was it? Yeah, is that yeah. The, you know, and then oh, occasionally... With some occasional paedophilia thrown in as uh, oh this God. woman's attempting to impregnate herself. I just I'd love the idea that they're just constantly on the hunt. But like as they're running, she's like, can you ejaculate yet? And he's like, no. And he's like, I'm a child. And it's just the most uncomfortable movie you've ever watched. And you're like, I really don't think they should have made this. This has gone off the rails. No, it's good. It's, it's Snowpiercer. Now he's piercing her or something like that. Mate, come on. Now he's getting pierced. That's what it will be. <laughs> And it's the grimmest movie you've ever seen. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Okay. It's a young boy that just wants to play with toy trains. It's a girl that doesn't even want to be pregnant, who's always pregnant, because she's got to get as many babies out as possible. <laughs> well, but like, what are they doing as well, like, on the run? Is she just, like, squatting, like, evacuating a, a, a baby and then just running away? A litter of children that they're trying to cart around. Like that, you, it's then, like it's like a reverse Pac-Man, Jonesy, where she just keeps on dropping these babies at like increments, and the the polar bear just kind of keeps on scooping them up. Oh no! Then and then there's no point anyway. Oh, and then the polar. All you do is feed the polar bear population. But you see, this is the metaphor, Jonesy. 
it's futile. Just give up now. I think you're right. I think it's it's one of the most futile movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and that's the end is is compl- pure futility. Yeah. But, the, but I don't know if you're like me, but when you see a bad movie or with a bad ending, at least or whatever, you, you can't help but think of ways that you could have made it better. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and and not only that, like I think I'm with you where I do get physically and emotionally angry at bad movies, especially especially when they've dropped like the cast like they had in this film. I can't remember this. It's the, the there's like the woman from the the new witches movie. Uh, oh, what's her name? I can't remember. Her name. What Anne Hathaway? No, 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 no. The mum, the 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 sort of she's quite she's a bit heavy, like the black mum woman, Nan, the Nan, sorry, of the little boy. I can't oh, remember her name. She, I've seen her in a few things. Like, yeah, she's yeah. quite, she's good. She is. And then you've got her. You've then got the oh, Jamie Bell. Is it the British kid? Yeah, who's quite good. You've got John Hurt, who is an institution in and of himself. You've then got Ed Harris, who is phenomenal. Chris Evans, who is usually pretty good, and then Tilda Swinton, who I think is fantastic as well. Yeah. And this film could have been an absolute masterpiece, and it's just like this trashy, like try, like what are you trying to do? Oh god! You know, you know what the best thing about this is is I think. A lot of people kind of like the film, and especially after... I don't um, get it. The, the critics gave it like an 85. Yeah. Did we watch the same film? <laughs> I don't think we did. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. Talking about things that are just kind of a little bit trashy, and thank goodness Jamie's not here, because he pro- he'd do one of those where he kind of like goes, oh, 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 oh. I, I was... And to be fair, I haven't listened to the entire thing because it's fucking ridiculous, but I've been listening to Kanye West's Donda album and, oh, okay, uh, yeah. and uh, pretty pretty average on it if, I, if I'm being honest I heard it's yeah I've heard a few people say that it's not um, not his best uh, it, it's weird, weirdly they keep talking about his other albums they're like nah, it's no this <laughs> it's no that I'm like mm, it's not what you want people to do when you drop a new album is it yeah but I think to be fair like having as many albums as he does it's kind of like an inevitable thing where you just get compared to yourself rather than anything else. It's very true, very true, um, yeah. But I also think, like, it's been caught up in a lot of kind of drama, which I don't really want to get into, but because he featured Marilyn Manson on one track and the Baby on the other track. So it's almost like you've got these, like, you know, sex offenders and... and that's, hom- yeah, that, gee, that's and, a bit and, weird. You can and get homophobes, and they're kind of talking about, like, being misunderstood or whatever. And it's like, mm, did you need to go down that route? But, but that's my, my, weird. But my being cool on it has mm. got nothing to do with that. It's you then follow that up with the fact that he was uh, already like being a Trump's a, tr- a Trump fan and you know like a <laughs> bit of a MAGA dude. It's kind of weird to go that route. You would have thought he'd go the other way and try and sort of pull some people back on side, but maybe I guess not. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like don't get me wrong. There's 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 some bops, okay. As the the children say, there some some of it is slapping. Some of it slaps. And 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 some of it like knee jerks. I don't fucking know what the terminology is these days. But yeah, it's 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 pretty average actually. I suppose I suppose there's what's the thing? Like you live either someone dies or they live long enough for you to think they're see them average. fall or whatever it is. Yeah. But he he had he went from such heights, I think it's always gonna go that well, you know, that way, I suppose. Yeah. But man, hey, it's what go. it is. Anyway, you want to get into the rest of the news, Jonesy? Hell yeah. Cause it's almost like it's almost like what Kanye West is trying to do is is like find, you know, looking over to the horizon, maybe a new dawn, maybe a zero dawn, maybe looking to the West. Maybe the West is forbidden. Absolutely butchering this, but uh, horizon, 
<laughs> Horizon Forbidden West has gone up for pre-order, Jonesy, which in and of itself is nothing kind of fancy or new, but there is a little bit of a controversy around it, Jonesy. I saw a few people um, posting their, was I like when people say like posting their wins or posting their losses, but no, I saw people posting their pre-orders for Horizon uh, on Twitter, people saying that they were purchasing the um, the collector's edition and that they were going to get some cool uh, stuff with it. Decent. Yeah, uh, the, the collector's edition looks pretty kind of sweet. Like if you're into that kind of thing, it's it's like a, what do they call it? A, uh, a tremor tusk. There's a big tremor oh. tusk statue uh, and they've, comes in two versions, one with like a normal tremor tusk and then a tremor tusk with like a fucking thing on its back. Uh, it looks pretty cool uh, if you're into those kind of like collectibles. But that is not where the controversy comes in, Jonesy. So obviously pre-orders are not live. And as we know, it's never really a good idea to pre-order games. But I think, I kind of think it's a little bit different with like sequels because chances are... A bit more of a known are, quantity, right? Yeah, exactly. People that enjoy it, like... Like, for instance, Jamie would, like, pre-order a COD, right? Because he knows yeah. he's going to get it, like, regardless of whatever the critics say, because he likes COD. It's like, okay, fine. Um, it's, it's also a lot more, I think, your risk is mitigated in a lot of ways because you 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 know what they've done before and you can pretty much guess what they're going to have done yeah. what they're doing this time. So, yeah. And I, I think with Horizon, this that's probably similar as well. Like, yeah. You know, don't, don't get me wrong. People, you know, they sequel- have to fall pretty far to um, you know, do something completely out that people it, weren't expecting and ruin it. It's happened before, Jonesy, and it can happen again. But you know, but that's that's neither here nor there. So the game is still slated for release on the 18th of February after the initial delay. Right, it was meant to come out this year. They pushed it to beginning of next year. I'm but, still, I must admit, I'm still kind of surprised at that. It's still, you know, not too bad. It's not too far away. So it's not too far away at all. Like I, I can't believe how this year has fucking flown. It's ridiculous. Mm. But anyway, the, the controversial thing is this, and I've I've got a very specific take on it, but I'm not going to tell you what it is, and I'd be interested to, to hear what you think on it. Okay, so the there is a concept. Oh, there is a concept. I just looked at that that uh, Tremontus that you were talking about. It looks pretty sick. It's cool, isn't it? It is pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty cool. So there is a the wording is as that they use is called dual entitlement, which means hey, you buy the game once and you can get it on PS4. And you can have it on PS5, which has become like kind of like a norm, you know, yeah. um, with, with the latest generation, especially with the kind of crossover. And I guess also it's kind of helped with the fact that like the the stock issues that it have been arising from it in terms of saying like, hey, you are probably planning to get a PS5. You can't get your hands on one. So just buy the PS4 version and we got your back when you get your PS5 eventually, you know? Right. In, interestingly enough, this this offer of like saying, hey, you can get the PS4 version and the PS5 version only exists if you buy the digital deluxe or one of the two collector's editions. If you buy the standard edition or the special edition, it's only one or the other. So that that's where a lot of this controversy is coming. Where Gamers are up in arms and, you know, how dare they do this? So... I, I want to get your take on that. Like, do you think that's fair? So from what I understand it though, so yeah, so like if you buy the standard version, you can buy the PlayStation 5 standard version and you can yes. play it. But the yes. issue is going to be, like you said, if you don't, if you haven't got your hands on a PlayStation 5 yet 
you've only got a PlayStation 4, you really want to play this like close to release, you don't want to wait until you get a PlayStation 5, so you buy the standard version and then there is no route in order to yeah. go to the PlayStation 5. It, unless, like, you buy, unless you buy Digital Deluxe or um, one of the collector's editions. So the it interesting does thing- seem weird to me. Like, why don't they add in... So, so it makes me think of um, Ghost of Tsushima, which I recently purchased the PlayStation 5 upgrade to. Why not just do that? I mean, is there a route whereby I wonder if you can upgrade your existing version to the deluxe version, which comes with the upgrade? Like, is it one of those deals or like, it does I'm, seem weird to not just. I'm not sure. I, I, that's a good question. I'm not sure. In the past, you have been like, I know on PS4, you had the option to say, buy the base game and then the option to upgrade it to the deluxe digital. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know if it kind of relates here, um, but, but I it's, think- it's still bizarre, right? It's still like a. I think just make it more explicit. Be like, buy this ten pound to change to that version, or like yeah. it's, it's your upgrade is this, or a free upgrade or whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. So I think like the deluxe digital deluxe is like eighty dollars or something. So if you wanted that like dual entitlement, like that's how much it's going to cost you, right? At the, at the very least, because obviously the collector's editions are more, much more expensive because they come with all that kind of swag. Um, yeah, get yourself a swag bag. You what you want to know my take on it? Yeah, go on. I, I think you... I think my thinking on it is exactly in the name. Dual entitlement. This is entitlement slapped all over it. You know what? No no one said that this is a fucking thing. It hasn't been a thing for other generations. It's just something that magically happened this generation. I think people getting like bent out of shape about it is like sorry, dude. You know what? Yeah, spend the ten extra dollars between getting the standard edition and the digital deluxe, like you know, and then they, there you go. Like, I don't, I don't really kind of get the controversy here. And I think people are being a bit silly about it. Like, I, it, it, it is a case of like haves and have nots, I guess, but I don't know. It just seems a bit kind of kooky to me. If, if it is a simple case that you can upgrade your standard PS4 version to the digital version for a tenner and that gives you the, playstation that is the upgrade then i'm like oh then there's no controversy but if it is weird if it's some weird thing whereby if you bought the playstation 4 version you have to then spend 70 quid to get the playstation 5 version then i'd think that was very strange Um, yeah but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna withhold uh my condemnation of them until (laughs) like we get confirmation of which way or the other because um uh yeah i would find that but then, oh, but then I suppose if you buy the disc version of the PlayStation 4 one, then they haven't said there's any route to upgrade that because it's not the digital version. So maybe you would then have to buy the... Yeah, I don't know. It, it, Which it again does, is weird because they've does, already got around that problem. So It gets a bit weirder because from what I was reading was saying that the collector's editions, while they might come with like steel cases and what have you, don't actually have a game disc. It's a download code. Right. So maybe it okay. is just that divide between saying like disc disc boys and non disc boys. You know, I I don't know. I just oh, Hannah, can I? Uh, so this is this is comes from Push Square. Can I give you a little? Go for um, it. So they've said um, so they're offering the two the, the Horizon Forbidden West um, standard and special editions, and they've said this means as things stand, if you purchase the standard or special editions of the game on PS4 and want to get the PS5 version at a later date. You will need to buy the game again. Like that is bloody weird. But is it though? Like, 
not I, th- I think nowadays that is weird like i don't think it needs to be free like as i said i so i own a disc version of ghost of tsushima um i paid extra i think it was like 15 quid in total to get the dlc uh the the island uh, ikishima island yeah. and to get the playstation 5 upgrade yeah um that's all digital and you effectively use your disc version of ghost of tsushima as your key in order to play that game like they've already solved this problem why wouldn't they make that like that does seem like a bit of a dick move it's it feels like okay just... yeah there, there should be an upgrade path for sure but i i just don't <laughs> see the issue with saying hey if you just get the standard edition fellas sorry it's just one way or the other well, I, I suppose for me, the, the only reason I'm saying that's like a dick thing to do is because realistically there are people sitting around who don't have PlayStation 5s who are going to want to play this on PlayStation 4, but who are not going to buy it because they're going to say it's, clo- but, you know, it's but, but, close but, to holiday. I want to, I'm, I could get one for Christmas. If they may have just, more supply. Just buy the digital deluxe then. It's like $10 more. But then you don't like, you, like, you like, feel like you're kind of wasting the ten dollars though. Like, well, no, because I mean, you, yeah, yeah, you could. I suppose you could. I suppose, in, I suppose, it's the way of getting making sure if, that you don't have. That if issue, you are it so, still feels a bit weird. Yeah, if you are so butthurt that you are not able to do it because you are planning to do it, then if you have already made that decision in your mind, I am going to do it. Then just buy the fucking digital deluxe, right? In, unless look, the, the the sticking point comes in if it's like, no, I like a, a physical collection over a digital collection. In which case, I can entirely understand that aspect of it. Okay, yeah. so uh, I must have, I thought I thought the digital deluxe version was more than not just a tenner, but if it's only a tenner, then I suppose. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just a, like a, a ten pound difference. Let, I'm going. I let me double check. Right. I will double check as well while the the listeners listen to us clicky clacking away. <laughs> uh, Horizon. Because in my mind, I'm thinking if it's the digital deluxe and it's the PlayStation 5 version, then are you actually going to be looking at spending like 20 or quid more as opposed to 10? But I mean, so you could still argue, hey, look, it's 20. So $80, PS4 and PS5 versions, so $80 for that. So it's an extra $10, I guess. Um, they just fucking do it. Like so, sometimes, sometimes companies make poor decisions, okay, <laughs> and they don't necessarily think things through. And that might be the case in, in this instance, but also in this instance, guess what? They're putting it all on the table and saying, hey, if you want this fucking dual entitlement, the easiest way to get it is digital deluxe. So just fucking do it. If you're a bit of a disc boy like me, that is a little bit frustrating if you want a game on disc. But yeah, I, I kind of know. I kind of get where you're coming from. Just just pay the extra. Because I'd like I said, I'd be happy to pay the $10 down the line to updo the upgrade if that's what they really wanted me to do. So in this instance, it's kind of just, you're just like pre-ordering with the idea that in the future you will get a PlayStation Five, so yeah, you, okay, okay, and I get, I get you, I concede. I'm, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like there, <laughs> there is a, a a whiff of gamer with a capital G entitlement with a capital E uh, attached to the controversy around this. I don't, know, I don't know if it's that. I think for me, it's like it kind of goes a bit. Oh, sorry, move, I'm getting a bit dead. Like, um, there's almost a bit of a. Um, like an, I think accessibility is a big thing these days and trying to get people to play games as easily and as freely as possible. And I think any time a company appears to for, kind of do something for no reason, um, maybe it's easier for them so that that's why they've gone with this route. But it, I suppose sometimes it does feel a little bit like they're just doing it to spite you. Not to spite you, but almost to be like, no, we, we want to trick you. Yeah. Or we want to we wanna put a little bit of weird pressure on you to commit to because like i said if you 
if you're you're buying if you're buying the PlayStation Four version, it's going to cost you twenty dollars more to get the digital deluxe version. Yeah, but that's only ten dollars more than the PlayStation Five version. So then you're like, so maybe it's you know it's only twenty bucks. But at the same time, to me, when I want to buy a game nowadays, like seventy quid is a, is makes oh, me think twice. Yeah, it's 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 a big investment for sure. But so now like- 80, 80, I'm like, Jesus, man, that's you're starting to get a little bit tasty with how much you wanted me to spend on this. <laughs> so I'm, I, it does make me sort of give pause. Yeah. Ah. 80 bucks, man, that's a lot. That's if you're Nan, you're Nan, right? Your Nan gave you 10 quid when you were five for a <laughs> Christmas present. She still gives you 10 quid. Your yeah. Nan has no concept yeah. of inflation. <laughs> so now if you've got a Nan that, that used to sp- say, hey, I'll buy him a game, which we some, some of us have Nans that are, you know, like to do that nowadays your parents are like well nan there's this game it's 80 quid she's like what the hell am i buying yeah has a heart attack then and there oh dear lord i'm not sending him to university i just wanted to buy him a game i've got 20 pounds and that's all he'll have like yeah yeah nowhere near this i mean that's like a separate kind of discussion about how expensive these fucking games are getting but you know is what it is (sighs) is what it is it is a game that i probably will pre-order and i am looking forward to playing but um yeah, you 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 think you're gonna take the plunge on a special edition? No, no, I've I've um <laughs> you've learned your lesson. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'll be standard all the way. I don't even do the digital ver- deluxe versions anymore. Like, I think I've enough times have I done that and then gone, oh yeah, I got that free kit of like extra bits of paint or weapons yeah that doesn't like, mean anything and has no impact. an hour into the game go to the collector and you can get your digital deluxe stuff that you got and you're okay and you get it like it's worse than all the stuff i've already got <laughs> or even if it's not it's like in an hour's time it's worse than all the stuff yeah. i've already got or it's literally like it's just a different color it's just a different color yeah it's just barely a different color. color and maybe you get like oh you get an xp boost for the first hour that you're in the game it's like okay fine pointless cool. whatever utterly pointless you know what might also be pointless, Jonesy? Is showing off your game before it's anywhere near release. Right? Yeah. I'm torn. I am torn, but yeah, go on. I'm torn because what we what we saw was pretty fucking cool. But I also I, cool, I also hate how it it's transpiring. Okay. <laughs> I am of course talking about the Dead Space kind of reboot or reimagining, whatever what a fucking marketing spin you want to put on it because we got we got it's mo- motive right is it motive yes i believe it is i'm getting that wrong i'm gonna i'll check that because i can't remember actually it's motive um uh but yeah ea either which way um so they treated us to a little bit motive of a, studios it is yeah, yeah yeah they treated us to a little bit of early pre-development footage pre-development jonesy it was very pre-development as well. You couldn't argue that this was um, uh, like a fake alpha. It was actually going to be what the game looked like, could you? It was, yeah, it was, it was literally like Isaac Clarke in like a grey space fucking... What, what did the X-Men used to have? What was that room that like... Oh, oh. What was it called? It was like their war room, but it was like all holograms and shit. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the game back on the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, where the, the academy, you could fight in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, it's gonna, it's gonna, i got to look it up because it's going to kill me. I think what it reminded me of was, um, is it Bone... Oh, what's the freaking oh, game? Boneworks. The VR, Boneworks. It was yeah, like the Boneworks yeah. thing where they sort of show you all the videos about the VR game that they're making and how you can play around it. It was like Boneworks. It was um, Isaac Goes to Boneworks. 
But they, the reason I'm torn on this was because... Oh, the Danger Room. The Danger Room. The danger Room. What a great name. We got to see some really cool stuff. We got to see some dismemberment. We got to see some... Um, uh, I don't know, what's the guy the guns called? The plasma cutter or whatever yeah. it's called. Right not just dismemberment. Uh, with their new system, which they called the peel system, where you could peel off the skin and expose the muscle, and then you can shoot off the muscle, expose the tendons, <laughs> and then shoot off the tendons, and then there's bone. And, you know, like, they're, they're really taking it to the nth degree, which which I can appreciate. That was, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? It it's was pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty sick. And it's like, um, it's cool to show off that kind of stuff, but also it's like, you guys don't have a fucking game. Like, that is the whole game. You're just shooting one like thing in the arm, blowing his <laughs> arm off. But um, it would, but it was cool. Like you got to see Isaac in that situation, in that context, which was which was cool. And you got to see some of the weapons working, and like you said, the dismemberment and the the peeling, which yeah. was cool. I also like the fact that you're actually getting to see the character, like not necessarily in situ, but you're getting to see him walk around, and yeah. he's got some design there, and it's looking pretty. You know, like it's looking pretty good, and they're starting they, they, to show off how the stuff's going to look, and it's yeah, the the environments with the lighting effects and and all the next gen looking bells and whistles right. all looking quite nice. There was a small section of that they showed off some uh, zero gravity sections, which also yes. looked like really kind of like atmospheric and cool. But at the same time, they don't have a game. It's Jonesy. super early, super early to be showing anything though. You're right. It is. It's it's almost like. It is a bit like they could show, they could, they could almost skin any character in any engine and add a few bells and whistles and we'd go, wow, this looks incredible. And you're like, yeah, but that's never going to be the game. They're just showing yeah. you some bullshit. Now, look, we, we do know that kind of like game development can ramp up quite quickly once you have a bunch of kind of your ideas and your ducks in a row, as it were. And, and this certainly does seem like they do have their ducks in a row and they, you know, obviously they are building stuff because they're showing us stuff from you know, a while back that they had done. Um, and it's a remake, so they've got a, they've got a, they know what they're following already. Yeah. You know, it's, then it's not I, like building everything from I them. would go so far as to say that the only time that this is acceptable is if they continue to do these kind of like developer previews and just keep on showing us like, hey, the development cycle of a game, because that's always inherently interesting. And then also kind of yeah. means that like, hey, you know, means that I don't need to be so cynical about it and say, you're just doing this for fucking marketing. Yes. the only, So I, I completely agree with all of that. I, li- I like seeing the development. I like seeing the game get better. The, as someone who has regularly tuned in to watch uh, Citizen Con um, <laughs> and the development of that game, there is another side to it. Yeah, a, a never-ending side to it. A never-ending PR campaign where it does just, it is seems endless um and it all looks incredible it looks like not just a game it looks like an entire world yeah so uh, there is always chance that you know you're like wow it's like done they why don't they just release it and then you're like oh no there's so much still to do behind the scenes <laughs> so i suppose you could be a bit fooled by that but yeah it's it's exciting to see it come together like this and it's, it was yeah. quite cool but i'm with you i want to see some maybe more of these developer little vignettes and then um then, you know, get us to an actual trailer or to some proper gameplay or to, yeah, show yeah, us man. a game. It's just kind of crazy at the moment. Like, I, I'm hoping it's a lot further in development than it kind of, all of this kind of made it seem. Seemed really early doors, didn't it? Hey, that, I mean, the stuff they were showing off, Jonesy, literally said at the bottom of the screen, early pre-development. It's like, it's not even like late pre-development. It's like, what, what's going on? 
in my in my head, I know this is not true, but I was like, what's this, like two weeks work? So this is really, really early. <laughs> it looks like they've sat down and they've barely put it together. They've got like Claire and John to get in and just stick some uh, assets down and oh, build some environments. And then they, they kind of coded it wrong, but it was a happy little mistake where it's like all of a sudden the skin flays off and they're like, hey, that's actually pretty oh. fucking cool. It's an error in your coding, but it's pretty cool. Can you yeah. imagine? That'd be so funny. Oh. The, the, in case people haven't seen it, I'll tell you what it reminded me of, the skin peeling. It was like Re- the Resi remake where you shoot someone with like the shotgun and like blasts on oh, their head yeah, off. yeah, yeah. And yeah. you see like skull and a bit of like eye hanging out. It was like, really cool like that. Like it was it was pretty sick. Yeah, which is cool, yeah. especially with the plasma cutter where you can be like super precise about what area you're cutting off and like, are you going to... Yeah. You just want to graze some skin and expose some bone? That's okay. That's cool. You want to take off an entire fucking leg? You could do that too. <laughs> I was I was too scared in uh, uh, Dead Space. I'll be trying to like kill them instantly because I don't want them still crawling at me with like, you know, three limbs. Oh, now he's got two, but he's still coming, like dragging himself, <laughs> like, kill it. Yeah. Ah! I'll be, I'll be getting my, making my kids come and watch it with me just so I'm not alone and then they'll be traumatized for the rest of their lives. Man, I, I'm going to cack with that game. Mm. Absolutely cack in my pants. Uh, it's going to look so damn good, though. If they if they do manage to nail it, and it you know current gen, it's going to look absolutely insane. Well, you know what you know what the amazing thing about like those space games are is that there's so much shadow and interplay between the shadow and the lighting and the atmospheric right. kind of like you know oh there's steam coming out of the vents and you know there's a red light and everything else is in shadow. It even if it's not the best like ray traced effects, it still will always look good. Like you mm. look at the original Dead Space, it still looks good. It did look very good, you know. And it's that thing of is it, like you say, if when it has got when ray tracing, like ambient occlusion and all that stuff is is on point, it can look absolutely oh, yeah. incredible. So yeah, I'm excited for it. I think the uh, I think the term is a uh, fucking juicy technical term. Juicy, fucking juicy, <laughs> super juicy. Uh, and speaking of some juicy information, uh, let's talk about Doctor Disrespect. A topic that Jamie doesn't usually like to talk about, interestingly enough. Uh, don't yeah, know why. I made him talk about it at length last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he still hasn't forgiven you. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Disrespect on his YouTube stream said something interesting, something that interests both you and I, Jonesy, because we followed this quite religiously when it kind of broke. The whole it reason cool, but... why Dr. Disrespect was banned from Twitch. And he says he knows the reason. And he says that he... He's suing, quote unquote, the fuck out of them. So Yes, this was on a, his, his YouTube stream. I think it was, um, I think we just missed it last week. I think it actually happened yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, like a week and a half ago, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and he, he was on a stream and I think so, he was asked the question about whether he was going to, um, uh, whether he knew why he, he'd been kicked off. Because the... Which is still kind of crazy that the reason has never actually come out. Like, the official reason. We've, we've had... Um, kind of rumours and, it, and it's some people a, it's say... It's called a gagging order, Jonesy. Well, I guess so, yeah. Which is, But then that's kind of weird because you'd imagine that can they gag him when they fired him and, and banned him for life from the platform? I, like, is that how that works? But well, I don't I, really know. It's probably like his lawyers would gag him until some resolution <laughs> right, comes, right, right, surely. You never know. Because I think the last thing I saw that the reason people said the reason for the ban was that he was talking to some other Twitch um big streamers and they were all talking about moving and starting their own platform or um or jumping ship into another platform and yeah. it was like the idea being that 
that is massive violation of the terms of service is to effectively, you know, try and um, poach p- other streamers and move them off of, of the platform. Okay, can um, I tell you why I think that's unlikely? Because yeah, sure. if it was a conspiracy, if it was racketeering, then why was Dr. Disrespect the only one to be banned? I think from what from the thing I read, like again, this was only a rumor, but it was the idea was that he um, he was kind of the one who was trying to get them to go with him, and so he'd already sp- in, been in talks with someone else. I can't remember who they said that that other uh, party was. He was already in talks with them to make the move. They would they'd said to him about bringing other people. He was then trying to get them to go and to, to move onto another platform, and that's when Twitch sort of booted him because he was trying to actively get people to leave. Um, so he's the ringleader, he the mastermind. He, kind of, I guess. But yeah, no, you, you could be well right. You could be um, yeah. really right. That could be a good load of bollocks. But that's, um, uh, that's, that's the last thing I saw. But um, yeah, but he's now said like, yeah, he's, he's suing the fuck out of Twitch because he's lost. He must have lost a lot of money. Yeah, well, that's, um, that's what he claims. He, he claims he lost a, a lot of money from income and bits and subs because he didn't sign a contract with YouTube. He's just, he just moved to the platform. Um, and he's, he's massive on YouTube, but... I think compared to his subscribers uh, on Twitch and like the amount of stuff he used to get, I think it's... Yeah. Well, we always said it, right? Like streaming on YouTube seems to be harder to harder to make a dollar than it is on Twitch, as an example. Right. And I can't remember the... Because he'd just done a deal with, with Twitch, hasn't he? Not long before he got kicked. It was like yeah. six months or a year before that. It was like a... Fifth, I want to say it was like $50 million or something. Something like that, yeah. I can't uh, remember. So I, it was pretty I, I mean, epic. you... you, you t- you can't feel bad for him because the dude's still a fucking millionaire, right? He's just like, oh, oh, I've got a, a fucking, a, a few kind of, a, a zero knocked off of my fucking, it's like, fuck off. I'm still a millionaire. Fucking hill hole. Uh, I, suppose no. if, I suppose the potentiality of like your income and then if you kind of, it's really hard to then not sit down and go, I would have earned 100 million this year. I did earn 10 million. I'm yeah. really pissed off. Well, it's, I mean, I know I'm being a bit harsh here, but, Really, what it what it relates to is percentages. Doesn't matter how big the number is compared to what you were getting and what you're getting now. It's the percentage difference on them, and that's kind of where you gauge the the importance or the knock that you've taken. Right. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um. But yeah, what what is interesting is talking about that rumor of him jumping ship, because funnily enough, there's been a lot of high profile people moving over. And signing an exclusivity deal with the main competitor, YouTube. Dr. Lupo, most recently, um, well, Dr. Lupo was recent, but also Tim the Tatman. Like, yeah. big fucking streamers on Twitch are kind of jumping ship and going to YouTube. It, again, on exclusivity deals. So they're signing contracts, whereas Dr. Disrespect hasn't. So he hasn't gotten that big boost of an income. Um, but it's kind of crazy the moves that YouTube are doing in the space. Like they, they're really kind of gunning for it. And it's interesting. I watched a video by, what's the guy's name? I think it's Devin Nash. Who's like a, I guess he's kind of like an analyst, you could say. And he's kind of very aware of what is happening in terms of Twitch and their policies and whatever. And he reckons that Twitch don't care. They don't care about any competitors. They're just doing their own thing. Interesting takes from him for sure, but yeah, I just like what is your kind of take on like is Twitch dying? They just had that um, mass stay away from Twitch from a lot of their creators, kind of protest the hate raids that have been happening 
And apparently that's, that's taken a big knock on Twitch. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. I, I don't think Twitch care. Like, I agree. Yeah, I agree not, yeah. not about this recent thing, but I, with the people leaving, like, in the great scheme of things, I think they have a platform. Like, I suppose the equivalent could be, you know, Dr. Disrespect, Tim and Satman. Um, I think you, you'll, I suppose it would be like saying, what if PewDiePie left YouTube? Like, YouTube wouldn't care. Yeah. They, he, sure, so, someone he, will always fill the gap, right? Yeah, individually, he's he's massive. He brings a lot of people, a lot of eyeballs, but but they don't care about fifty million views or whatever a week. They they care about two hundred and fifty billion. Like <laughs> yeah. they they care about the environment. Like t- Twitch, um, uh, is a massive platform. And sure, we look at individual streamers and we go, well, Jesus. But actually, when you look at like the entirety of the, the platform, I think that's the bigger thing. And you just got to look at the fact that Doctor Disrespect is complaining and talking about suing. Twitch because of lost revenue, because he's had a decreased viewership, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's because all those people that watch Disrespect didn't leave Twitch when Dr. Disrespect left Twitch. They stayed on Twitch and they yeah. watched other people. They watched other streamers. I'm sure a lot of them did go to YouTube and watch him there as well. But yeah, I don't really think it's probably even on their radar that much until they start to see like, and this is when you move on to like the, um, you know, the stairways and things. I think that's more interesting because that's going to hit their bottom line if if people on mass do that then you're losing because if you lose like i don't even know how many people would do it but let's say you lost like 20 percent of your streamers now you're talking about big big numbers yeah um and that's got to make more of an impact but then reality people are happy to stay away for a day for half a day maybe for <laughs> two days straight back baby it's entertainment they go straight back yeah it's entertainment they go straight back it's um it's not something people are going to do for an extended period of time it's not like they're suddenly going to go to a different platform like they they can just about manage it when it's a short term thing and and like you said they'll go right back it will be um everything will be back to normal they may well change some policies or they may try and do something about the hate raids and things um which is a good thing um, yeah but yeah. but in reality like yeah i think this uh, you know they're above it they're they're a business yeah they're all about the bucks i think the easiest way to realize apart from what you said which are really good points but another way to realize that Twitch don't care about YouTube as a competitor is they haven't tried the inverse, right? To steal YouTube no, streamers. No, no, no. no, they they haven't said like, so what happened is YouTube is like, hey, you can upload videos. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, guess what? You can stream now. Right. And Twitch are like, yeah, we're a streaming platform. That's That's what we do. Okay. It's, it's actually funny. I'll tell you what's happened in what I've noticed, and this is only in the last two years that I've noticed um, that seems to now be kind of ubiquitous, which is, I wouldn't have guessed this would have happened, is rather than uh, Twitch people leave Twitch and go to YouTube en masse, like we talked about a few big names have done it, I now see loads of YouTubers who also have Twitch and say, go to my Twitch. They seem to be preferencing Twitch, and not even for gaming, for other stuff as well. Like there's a lot of... Um, yeah. Uh, like just chatting content and like ASMR stuff was has become big on Twitch as well, which is super weird. Like, but it's a, but it's that, a bit vice versa as well, right? Because then you get a these big. But what Twitch- I means it did seem that was the that was the way that it kind of went more YouTube to Twitch as opposed to the other way around. From what I I noticed, I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah, it did seem like that was kind of a big thing. I, I think the situation now is that any big streamer, if they want to grow, what they do is they create a YouTube channel just for highlights. Uh, yes, yeah, for sure. And yeah. then the highlights pushed back to the Twitch stream. Yeah, and they become, what do you call it? Like cross-pollination. You get the yeah. cross-pollination of the... So you kind of have to have both. And that is, I mean, well, like, well, look at us. 
yeah, we look, like to yeah, go on Twitch, we like to stream, oh, oh. and we put stuff on YouTube. Like it's totally all like five hundred views that we get. No, but but you feel you have to do it, right? You you don't feel like you've got the choice, really. It's not like you feel like I need to put my videos on Daily Motion, like no one says that. <laughs> but you put videos on YouTube and you you live stream on Twitch, and it just kind of is the way that it's done. And I think yeah. whilst yeah. people have that mindset, I don't think it's really going to bother. I don't think Twitch is really going to give a shit. Is that is that where I'm, is that where I'm going wrong with my hot panic channel? Is that I'm not Daily putting motion. up my highlights on my on my YouTube channel. Oh yeah, for sure, mate. You, get, you got to get them up on YouTube. Totally. Me, me too. <laughs> highlights. Yeah, the highlights. Uh, in any content. Would be the good. highlights just me fucking failing at a game over and over again. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think they're that bothered about these individual, these individual streamers. Like, I think it's probably a blip on their radar. Yeah. But then, of course, we now have to say, is it the death of Twitch? Is Twitch dying? Oh, is it going to be the end of blah, 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 blah. Dead game, Jonesy. Dead game. Dead game. I, dead I game. can tell you what. Yeah, that's my line. As, as, as long as Marvel Avengers still gets 200 players, is it really a dead game? No, not to those 200 people, you know. And uh, Twitch is very far away from just having 200 users on it. Very far away. So Very, very, very far away. Yeah. So when when we started YouTube, so for people don't know, this is uh, this is going back like some time now. Obviously, um, it was we weren't even on YouTube. Like this was when I think we no we probably hadn't even met at this point. So, but it was when uh, a lot of the channels that I was working on the the main place to put stuff wasn't even on YouTube. And then YouTube started up, and then YouTube was the main place you put all your content. And it wasn't a few. It was it wasn't that many years until people started saying, "Well, YouTube's going to die now, and then we're going to move on, you know, to another platform." <laughs> yeah. So let's all like, move no. over to Vessel. Yeah, you're right. But then, and then it became clear, like after a while, no, this thing is too big to be affected by ebbs and flows. Like it's now a, a behemoth, and Twitch has kind of done the same thing. It's yeah. so big now; it seems to ever. I don't think um, we really need to worry about year upon year like ebbs and flows. I think these are now becoming like. You might as well just talk about them the same way you talk about TV. Like, is TV disappearing? Of course not. <laughs> like, Twitch isn't going anywhere. YouTube isn't going anywhere. These are these are behemoths. So, hey, video killed the radio star, Jonesy. Well, Jonesy, I know, added I added in. Do you know, what? I secretly added in another news story into this, and I, didn't I did. Then I, I, I'm I'm going to give you the segue. All right. Ah, I like it. Yeah, because you know what, um, Doctor Disrespect. Some might say that you know he might have. Felt abandoned by Twitch with all of this discussion, and and maybe he's feeling abandoned by YouTube as well for not being offered a contract. Maybe he has been offered a contract. We don't know. But the overarching thing is he must be feeling abandoned. He must be feeling abandoned, Chris. Abandoned. Also, I think he's probably got some questions. Oh. Um, there's probably f- some some frequently asked questions of him, and funnily enough, abandoned. The game from Blue Box, Blue Box Game Studios. Hold on, hold on. You, you do the bunny ears for a game. A game. A game from um, <laughs> Blue Box Game Studios recently put up a frequently asked questions and FAQ onto their website and they tweeted about it to just go over some of the topics that they were asked. Some of the <laughs> questions they've relentlessly been asked. And I forgot to put it into the list of stories, but I thought that we should probably. We could probably do it in its entirety. Go through each of the questions and go through the answers. I'll, because I'll ta- yeah, I'll tell you what. Let me okay, okay, send the link through. Okay, I will indeed. And, and we'll do it like this. I will ask you the question as the interviewer, <laughs> and you are going to answer them as Hassan Karaman. Oh, oh. like it. There we go. Okay. All right, it's just oh. the, the bottom of that page. 
All right. Okay. Are you ready, Hassan? Yes. Wow. Please call me Kojima. No, no, not really. Uh, Yeah, Hassan Karaman san. (laughs) What the fuck? Okay. So it's great. There is a question about Hideo Kojima, which I'm glad Mm -hmm. they've, uh, they've addressed. Okay. Hey, I'll be asking the questions here. Hassan, okay, just fucking stay in your lane, buddy. When will we learn more about Abandoned? We are working hard to reveal Abandoned ASAP. Oh. As of now, the game is not ready for the public eye. Interesting. <laughs> Why is there five seconds of footage in the app with a file size of five gigabytes? <laughs> As a result of technical issues, we made it very. Uh, this made it very hard for us last minute. We had to trim the opening teaser. The five gig is the actual size of the full length. We will release the full teaser soon. We sincerely apologise for this. Wow. Do you know what wow. one thing I love about this FAQ is? I these are the legit questions they're getting asked, and they've addressed it, which I like. Which uh, fair is- enough. It's ballsy, right? Okay, Hassan, when will we see new content in the real-time experience PS5 app? Unfortunately, we cannot provide an ETA just yet, but we are working to release new content ASAP. Liar. Okay, tell me, Hassan, what is the playable prologue? The playable prologue is a standalone game with its own set of trophies on the PlayStation 5. All right, curveball, Hassan Karaman. Are you saying it's like... PT, which was a playable teaser, which also was its own standalone game. Hmm? Yeah, yes. Y- yes, it is. Because it's good. Yes. All right. Uh, what is the date for Abandoned, Hassan? Abandoned is set to be released in 2022, while the prologue will be available soon. Soon.tm. Fucking love it. And will Abandoned be available in a physical form? Yes. Abandoned <laughs> will be both physical and digital. The prologue is only digital. Fair enough. Is, is the best. I got the best one. Is Blue Box Game Studios in any way linked to Kojima Productions or Hideo Kojima? Yes. No, no, it's not. No. Abandoned is a new. I love it. Abandoned is a new, different game. The game has been created. Oh, and I'm reading the wrong goddamn one. No, sorry. No, Blue Box Game Studios is a small, independent studio based in the Netherlands. Okay. See, it seems I owe Jamie five pounds then. Is The Haunting in any way linked with Abandoned? No, Abandoned is a new, different game. Ooh. The game has been created from scratch and does not include references to The Haunting. Wow, so The Haunting was obviously Blue Box's previous failed game, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, well, this I don't believe that for one second, to be honest. Like, oh. you, created from scratch is like, is it the game? Is it the game you were making? Like, yeah. Is it? Is it? Have you just changed the engine and changed some of the assets? But it's still the game. Yep. 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 Well, but, listen, you know, Hassan. Hassan, why isn't abandoned shown so far? I love. I love the fucking. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my favorite answer as well because they yeah. say abandoned was announced too soon. Also, we received a bigger audience than we initially had, so we had to polish the game even more. Even now, the game isn't ready for the public eye to see. We will release all media inside the real-time experience app and web for actual gameplay <coughs> reveals and cinematic trailers. Do you know what this says to me? This answer to this question alone says, yeah. we were going to phone it in, but 
everything went epic. Yeah. And now we realised that our cheeky little cash grab, where we were going to trick some people into giving us money, that we actually have to deliver. And yeah. we are we were not ready for that. You know what we that's were... called? Jones, you know what that's called? Go on. Running with scissors, baby. Dangerous, mate. Dangerous. Wow. Okay. Hassan, what makes Abandoned unique and stand out from other games? I'll give you the abridged answer. Nothing. <laughs> and then the actual answer they've given. Abandoned has a new narrative presented in realistic gameplay with a cinematic experience. Abandoned emulates a realistic approach to survival. You wow. could have just said, it's a survival horror game. Or you could yeah. have said, nothing makes it unique and stand out. It's very much like lots of other games you've seen and played yeah. recently. It's, it's, no. it's, it's as unique as Vaporware is. Jonesy, have you ever heard of this concept that um, there are no original ideas left in the world? Uh, I have. And that everything is just histories, variations, or innovations of existing ideas. Um, I have, and I, I, I'm, I'm pretty compelled by that idea, I must admit. Yeah. Well, Jonesy, you'd be wrong, because uh, Abandoned is a new type of narrative. <laughs> it's a new type. The, the narrative with Abandoned is that there is no narrative. So it's a new type of narrative. The narrative of Abandoned is it's a fucking Kojima game, but they're saying it's not a Kojima game. Right? That's just how it is. Okay. Back to you, Hassan. Is Abandoned a horror game? Abandoned is a horror shooter survival game, while the primary focus isn't entirely horror. Oh, interesting. So that's, is that almost like saying our game is a game, but it's, you know, its primary focus isn't to be a game? Yes. It's also a, a horror survival game, <laughs> but it's a new narrative. Oh, right. That, that the world has never seen before because the world's you know, never seen before. Breaking the mold. I love it, Hassan. Really on the forefront here, the cutting edge, as it were. Thank you. Now, Jonesy, back to you, because th this is my favorite part of this entire FAQ, because this, I, I hear shit like this, and I hear shit like <laughs> calling, calling the... Um, Playable prologue, like PP, playable prologue, blah, 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 blah. Like, it, it's fucking Kojima all over it. Even though... I'm not saying it's Kojima, but it's Kojima. Hey, listen, to be fair, they have time and again stated unequivocally that they are not associated or linked to Kojima Productions or Hideo Kojima. Like, like they've been pretty fucking blunt about it, quite frankly, at this point. And that's, that's giving me pause for thought. But... This last one really fucking slayed me. And I don't know why. Maybe maybe it's just me in my fucking cynicism. The last question for Hassan Karaman. Are you ready, Hassan San? I am. Is Abandoned the actual IP name? No. Abandoned is a code name. Oh. The marketing title name will be announced with the gameplay reveal. That's almost like saying we've got this... Silent Hills, Metal Gear Solid 6. Kido Kojima, Kojima, Konami, Konami. Konami, Konami. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's like saying like, yeah, PT is not PT. It's Silent Hills, obviously. I'm, I'm going to give them a pass because normally they've been a pretty shady and they've always included something <laughs> to be like, no, we're not Kojima. No, this isn't silent hills no this isn't like blah 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 blah. but then they kind of slide stuff in which just suggests that that's all bollocks and then yeah. and to, to like really ride those coattails but they actually haven't done this with this at all they've kind yeah. of they seem to be right down the line i think Jonesy. we should just take it for what it is 
Jonesy, I, fuck, I, I fucking cracked the code. Just call me Dan Brown because I've written the fucking story to this Da Vinci code. All right? God. You know, at the beginning of this podcast, fucking taking it full circle, we were talking about the PlayStation experience. I the, knew the, this was going to come up. The one <laughs> I was more surprised thing, you didn't say the it. The one more thing is going to be a, an abandoned trailer and there's going to be Hideo Kojima fucking presenting it. I knew, I was thinking at the time, is he going to mention abandoned? Is he going to say that he's going to come out and be Hideo Kojima? But... Listen here, Watson, because I fucking Sherlock the shit out of this, all right? Boom. I I read a great tweet today. This is to be fair. To be fair to the people that are saying this is Kojima and the people and you know and, and saying, of course it is. Like, look at this crazy stuff he does. I read a tweet from Hideo Kojima today, um, where he said that he pitched some ideas to Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen, yeah, this stuff is great. <laughs> and and he was like, oh, you know, I had great ideas and I, I pitched them to him, and he really liked some of them, and and you know, worked together. And he said, although with one of the ideas that he was he thought was sounded really cool when I pitched him he thought I was joking when I got to the name of the project and he said because the name was Mads Max I love it. I love that that's so fucking good that's and he so laughed it was like are you being serious he was like I am being serious <laughs> like Mads Max can you imagine Mads Max Mads Max by the way Jonesy what does that even mean though it was like oh yeah Mad, like, what are you doing, Hideo? You can't just steal someone else's IP and put an S on it and then say it's your thing. No, but you see, because it's Mads Mikkelsen. Like, no, yeah, uh, Kyle, like, I got it. No, no, I know, I know, but like, that's, I, I can imagine like a a 20 minute interview with him, right? Where he's like explaining and going through, like, well, I really like Mad Max the movie, but I also like really like Mads Mikkelsen the actor. And what I did is I took, Mad Max and Mads, which is the same as Mad, and just put it there. And then this was the concept of the idea that I had. And then that's all we'll hear and fucking be reporting on for the next fucking six months. Um, have you seen? They seen that picture I just shared with you in the uh, Discord. Uh, I'll have a look in a second. But Josie, I just want to say I didn't realize this about Blue Box Game Studios website, blueboxgamestudios.com. There's a banner at the top here that says, we are working on the website. It'll be ready shortly. Please have a look at the FAQ section below for further questions. I, I think because for a long time now, I think it was a while ago that they took their, they actually took their website down because I think people were sort of going there, going mental, going like, Hideo, Hideo. And they were Hideo. like, ah, don't, don't look too deep. Uh, yeah, nice picture. Uh, Jonesy sent a photoshopped picture of Mad Max, except it's got an S at the end of Mad, and it's got Mads Mikkelsen's face. Yes, someone has already made that, which is pretty sweet. Um, also, do you, want, do you want to know what's really tragic about Blue Box? Yeah. The blue is not the colour. Did you know this? No, what do you mean? It's, it's, the, it's actually B-L-U-E, and it is a, what do you call that, where the first letter means each something? What, acronym? Like, an acronym, thank you. Um, it's actually, I've seen this a few times from them, it means best level user experience. I mean, that, that sounds like Kojima bullshit to it me. It does sound like Kojima, doesn't it? I can imagine him being like that, because it's like that. It's like a, a dead man or whatever he has, like his stupid names for stuff like Mads, <laughs> Mads Max, best level user experience. Like, what does that even mean? Best uh, it, level user experience. We'll never fucking know, Jonesy, because, you know, it might not be a Kojima game and then I'll own, owe Jamie five pounds, but 
it's a fucking Kojima game. Somehow. I don't know how. Like, I didn't even know legally if it's possible to judge you by the amount of times that they said, no, guys, we are not affiliated with Kojima or Kojima Productions. Yeah. They keep trying. Keep trying. Man. Well, Jonesy, you know what? We tried. We tried our best to produce a fun and entertaining podcast. And you know what? I, I would grade us. 7.8 out of 10. Oh, that's not too bad. I'll I take that. I'm a little bit annoyed that that's a lower rating than Snowpiercer got, but, you know. <laughs> hey, it's a high, higher rating than I think Donda has been getting. <laughs> I wonder, is oh, there... Oh, can I, can I suggest a, a code word? Please do. Can we have Mads Jamie? <laughs> not, not Jamie Max. Jamie, no, no, Mads Jamie. Mads, Mads Jamie. Mads Jamie. Mads like, Jamie is the code like word. It. I like it good, yeah. Oh, okay. Look at the sorry, looking at the Metacritic score for Donda 52, user score 6.2. So, there you've heard it, folks. The Super Show official rating higher than Kanye West's latest album. So, give it a listen. Just as long as well, Jonesy, and <laughs> running at like two hours. There you go, yeah, not too bad. And with that, Mads Jamie and uh. <laughs> Mads Chris and Mads Jonesy were wishing you the best of weekends, evenings, weeks. I don't know when you're fucking listening to this thing. Who knows? You might be listening to it in 2024, uh, minutes before the asteroid hits the Earth. And thank you for spending your time with us. And hopefully we'll see you next time. See ya.